0: Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? The best show, tonight. Back, again. The snow stopped us last week. But nothing will stop us this week. And we have an exciting program planned for you. What is on the docket tonight? Well get a load of this. The topic tonight is every topic ever that has ever happened on The Best Show through the entirety of The Best Show. If there is a topic that we did before, call in 201-332-3484 and we will do it again. I cannot say no to whatever topic you bring up. From the history of The Best Show. You looking forward to this one, Mike? You locked in? You loaded? Well, I don't want to ask if you're... Mike, it's good to have you here. Brace yourselves. Because this is... The... The show. Uh, back again on a beautiful Tuesday evening here in the middle of March of 2017 New Jersey is uh, coming out of winter and heading into spring and it's nice to be here with you my friends once again, last week, the best show did not happen. Why? Well, because we had a snow storm. That's why it didn't happen. Got snowed out. Of course, everything happens on a Tuesday at this point. Everything. Everything happens on Tuesdays. Come on. Let us be, would you? fates huh fates would you just let us be we're just trying to do a thing and we're just trying to bring some some fun to people and make them laugh and if they you're in the middle of your life la- the thing when uh, Paul Stanley's like
1: if we can bring when kiss come through town and people
0: have such a hard life and if we can, for, for two hours, help them forget about the hard stuff they have to... It's like, look. Really? What do you think? It's Kiss. It's like, what do you think? You're, you, are, you think of the, the Men in Black uh, flashing stick? You're erasing everybody's memory? No. They're going to this thing. Trust me. People at this point are going to a Kiss show to see how bad you guys are. Wow. Wow. Gene looks terrible. They, they, they think it's, it's not 1978 anymore, guys.
1: If for even an hour and a half we can take people's mind off how bad their
0: lives... It's like... How bad their lives are? Really? Condescending. At best, it's condescending. Take people's mind off it. Yeah, and anyway, go to a Kiss show. You're a Kiss fan. You go to a Kiss show. You're gonna end up in the hole uh, money-wise with the way they got that thing set up to squeeze every nickel out of you. Then they got more problems in the morning. They wake up and they look around. They got a they, they got a, a, a Kiss golf club, and they're like, "Why? Why did I buy a golf club with Kiss written on it?" Uh, yeah, they, The next morning, they got uh, the Kiss wine coolers and golf clubs and, you know, uh, whatever else they, they the Kiss can fit that logo on. We really want the best for our fans. Now you're trying to turn them upside down and shake the money out of their pockets. It's sick. And getting sicker. But you know what? That's not what we do here. I know you guys are all important, busy people. Best show fits your life. Best show fits your life. You're here. I'm here. The gang's here. We all do it together. We all have fun with it. Ain't reinventing the wheel on this. Sure are we. Do I, do I hear huge stretches of the show being wholesaled? Uh, in a myriad of uh, forms? Absolutely. Yeah, the show gets ripped off left and right. I hear it. I got I got improv teachers. They they tell their, their students they, they find them if they quote best show stuff. I've heard that happen. They should give that money to me when they find them. Do I see little bits and pieces in commercial? Yeah, yeah. I see lines get oh it's a tribute hey did you get the tribute we put in there oh the tribute where you got paid $90,000 and uh we didn't oh thanks for the tribute what a loving tribute having funny lines that this show came up with for the just for entertainment purposes be slapped on a commercial for some sleazy product yeah that's a tribute what a fun all-star, tri- an all-star tribute to The Best Show, featuring some commercials that copywriters who listen to The Best Show decided to just liberate for their own financial gain. Hey, it's a tribute. Hey, did you get the tribute we put in there? Oh, I got the tribute. Yeah, I got how about you pay me the tribute, right? Pay the toll to the troll. Pay the toll to the troll. But here we are. We find each other. On this Tuesday night, we do it for the love, man. We do it for the love. You want to support the show, you go to Patreon.com slash the best show. And you support the show. That's the only way we make money now. Not advertisements, nothing like that, man. You support the show, whatever you can give, you give. We appreciate all of it and uh, you get different things for different levels of giving. And we got a lot of stuff coming. I we got the stickers, we got the the pins. They're going to start stuff's going to start shipping soon. Check it all out over at patreon.com slash the best show. You do what you can. We appreciate it all. We appreciate it all. We just heard from real estate. They have a new album out. My friends in real estate. New album. Just came out last week. It's called In Mind. It's on Domino Records and the song we heard, Two Arrows. Can't go wrong with real estate, man. Keeping that New Jersey tradition alive. Feelies did it. Real estate do it. I tip my hat to you, real estate. Tonight's topic. Boy, this is a a whopper of a topic. A whopper of a topic. Because it's every topic through the entire history of the show. If you found yourself listening to an old show and you're just like, oh boy, I could add something to that topic. And then you call up and then I'm not nice to you when you try to, oh yeah, I'd like to uh, uh, say my least favorite robot is, uh, yeah, we're not talking about that this week. Tonight we're talking about all of it this week, every topic ever on the table. From the history, from the first episode of The Best Show back in 2000, all the way until two weeks ago. Get ready for a fun ride. Mike, do you want pizza? I right, want you, I want you to get a wingman to put a pizza order together. Hey, wingman. Wingman! Wingman. Yeah, it's your nickname. Wingman. What, did that change because uh, of the snow week? The nicknames expired? No. You're Wingman. Let's get a pizza order going. Mike wants pizza. You get, you guys get whatever you want. I don't want none. But I want everybody out there to get as much pizza as they want. And then you come in here, I'll give you the money for it. All right. Oh, boy. The toot. I tell you. Don't like being called wingman. All right. How many pizzas? Oh, yeah. Okay. I tell you. Yeah, scowl. I hear the scowl. His voice. Boy, things change. One week. We miss Miss one week. Dynamics change. Mike's uh trying to please. Mike's.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, that sounds good. Let's. uh I like pizza. Oh, boy.
0: And I gotta say, last week, the snow—it was—it was—that it was legit. The snow, there was a lot. I probably could have made a uh, like a push to get here, but it's like I'm not gonna put myself in in, in jeopardy, and I'm not gonna put the the staff, uh, the, the the people working on the show in jeopardy. I, can you imagine? Anything happened to Mike's car? God. Can you imagine? Never hear the end of it.
1: Oh, you know, my bumper really got messed up in the parking with the It's like, okay, Mike. Your bumper got messed up. Okay. Oh, you know. Yeah, my, uh, just not, the passenger side door is just not closing the way it was. I think this got knocked off its hinge, I think, because of the snow. Because I made it's Okay. What, you want a new car? So,
0: and also just safe, just general safety. get me? Yeah. I want to I look out for, for the, the, the best show crew here. You hear that, Pat? I'm looking out for you guys. I know you don't see it that way. Because I called you wingman. It's either that or I play that clip. You tell me which one you want, Pat. Which one do you want? You'll never be called Wingman again, but you'll hear the the huh challenge. What do you want, Wingman? What's it going to be, boy? Yes or no? Huh, Wingman? What's it going to be, boy? Yes, uh, 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 uh. Can you imagine going to see Meatloaf now doing that song? Tired Meatloaf. Him have to be like, uh, 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 let me sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. The 95th woman he's had to sing that song with as he, uh, not with Carla Bonoff anymore. She's gone. And Ellen uh, Foley. She's gone.
1: Yeah. Oh, let me sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. Oh, let me sleep on it. I'll give you my answer
0: in the morning. I wonder if he sweats as much as he used to. He, that dude sweat a lot. But I'm not putting it down. I sweat a lot. I get it. I sweat. Hunter Thompson said you don't worry when you sweat. He said you worry when you stop sweating. Cause you know I just quote from him all the time, right? He's kind of a kind of a, a guiding light to me. He is my North Star. Johnny Cash was Bob Dylan's North Star. Hunter Thompson's my North Star. Except for all the things he does with his life that I don't do. Um I live my life. Modeling it after him, except for all the things he does, did. Chuck Berry passed away. Look, I I tweeted a thing. I was like, yeah, Chuck Berry ruled. And somebody's like, yeah, you know he's a six. It's like,
1: yeah, no, I know.
0: Oh, I know. I'm fully aware. I'm talking about the records he made in the 50s. Not the sex crimes he committed in the 80s and 90s. I was not talking about those. I was not saying, boy, Chuck Berry rules that uh, the cameras he hid at that restaurant he owned were outstanding. No, look, this guy was sick in the head. He also invented rock and roll. The two things came out of the same person. Demented actions that should have had him legally... Punished, and the invention of rock music—they both happened within the same clump of flesh and blood. Yeah, he was a demented mutant. He's a sick, a sick bleep, right? Right, Mike? He's a sick bleep. Yeah, complicated. No, he was a sex criminal. He was a demented uh, sex maniac who should have been, uh, tried for, you know, hide cameras in a bathroom. That's the sickest thing I ever heard. But when I so write a thing, I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the cameras. I listened to this whole box set, this Chuck Berry box set, 16 CDs. That's a good box, man. A lot of good stuff, man. Heavy duty. Heavy duty. Great lyrics. Great music. Guy was his... Demented as the day is long. Right? The one box, I like the one box set. I like the one box set. He probably wanted to put another box set out. Of weird sleaze videos. Nah. I would n- do not want that box set. From that troubled mutant yeah he like plea bargained his way out of that but he also invented rock and roll I don't know what to say I completely feel he should have been convicted of sex crimes but 30 years early 30 years earlier than that he invented rock music let me sleep on it Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. I'll open up your eyes, I got a big surprise. I got a big surprise. I got a about And we're rolling on the river on the edge of the knife. Rolling, what is it, rolling like a what? Rolling like a something on the edge of the knife. Oh, come on. Hold on tight. Come on. Hold on tight. Well, it's cold and lonely in the deep dark night. Right. I could do that all night. That's a good song. I did that at the hoof and mouth a long time ago. WFMU. Congratulations to WFMU made their goal. I hosted a, co-hosted a show with Pat a couple weeks ago. Always in that station, always in my heart. Always in my heart, WFMU. I'm glad they made the goal. It's great news. Ain't no doubt about it. We were doubly blessed. That's a Chuck Berry thing because we were barely 17 and we were barely dressed. I want to start looking into meatloaf, those lyrics glowing like the metal that's what somebody just said glowing like the metal on the edge of the knife. So what is it Heating a knife on a flame It's weird because it's a glowing knife, right I don't know, man. It's a sick world out there. It's sick. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Office Hours Live. who are the animals? Because I, I don't smell them. Best show. Oh, hello there, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Tom, this is Nick flanagan calling you nick flanagan oh my god yeah yeah i'm on the phone i'm on the horn you. how are you buddy i'm gonna pretend i didn't just see your uh your text uh 15 minutes ago what's going on (laughs) buddy i'm uh i'm pretty good
2: i'm i'm here in los angeles uh my friend's nice house kind of uh enjoying you know I, I i'm seeing what you can really achieve here if you put your mind to it it's it's inspiring me
0: los angeles very inspiring it's one mean, of the most inspiring cities
3: probably in the history of civilization i would say
0: i would think so i think you you talk about the great cities the great eras of a city right
2: yeah and and you know if you think of some of the things that Los Angeles has in common with like ancient, ancient cities, like sort of a lack of proper sanitation a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, uneven sidewalks. This is classic stuff. If you go back to the Renaissance or probably Rome.
0: Yes. And at LA, and I do believe there was that movie La La Land, which I feel celebrated the greatness of Los Angeles. You know,
2: I've
3: heard of La La Land, but I actually never saw
0: it. You gotta see this thing, man. It first starts off with, did you ever see that one, uh, ice cream bar commercial that had the, the woman from, uh, where she was like climbing all, what's her name now? Rachel Bilson, <laughs> where she was climbing on the cars to get an ice cream bar. Okay, so that's that that a little familiar. Well, imagine that commercial starts the movie off stretched to 15 minutes long. Uh-huh. And they're singing some song about Los Angeles. Right. And then the movie starts. And then you realize, you see, there's just one piano player. He likes jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't like the jazz that these black guys like. He likes the real stuff. And he'll teach them about jazz all day long. Okay. You know, You know, these people of color trying to ruin the integrity of jazz. You know, historically how that worked. That's a, that's
2: a famous era in, in the 1940s when, uh, the white guys really knew what was happening with jazz and, and just sort of took over.
0: Yes. So that's what he does. And then the other person in the movie is an actor and she wants to be a famous actor. So what does she do? She does a one person show, which who can't, who who can't get enough of those, right? <laughs> oh, good. Oh, you're the only one in the whole show. Oh, oh, so it'll be about your your life, and you're the only one in the show, and we'll just sit here in this dump of a theater watching it. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, and it's poorly promoted. How long
2: is the one woman show in the in the uh, in the movie? Does it show the whole thing?
0: Look, you got to just see it. I'm not gonna give you, a, give it away. You gotta see all right. it. Got when you sing it.
2: here. I wanna say I'm at a place where there's like screeners I can watch Moonlight.
0: No, you gotta see seconds. it in the theater. You gotta see it in the theater. And then when you see it, you'll sing exactly what Gene Clark sang when he sang Los Angeles City of the Damned. Remember that song? Well, I don't
2: remember that. I remember Frank Black Los Angeles
0: being a sort of early
2: song that made me really wanna Puss it over
0: here. Yeah, Frank Black. Good stuff. Black Francis. Yeah, I don't want that. Um, what he's pushing, man, I don't want. <laughs> right. I'm, um, I'm with you. So Nick Flanagan, what's going on? Because you're a comedian. Are you on? Are you doing any shows uh, coming up? Anything? Yeah, I, I
2: kind of wanted to call because I, I, I wanted to let people know I'm going to Portland, Oregon. This this Thursday,
1: okay, uh, March
2: 23rd.
0: Oh, you're doing it. You're doing a show there. I'm doing a comedy show. It seems to be called An Evening with Nick Flanagan.
2: Which I don't know if it's going to be the whole evening.
0: Isn't It'd every be... show an evening with the person performing it?
2: I mean, it's a portion of the evening performing. Yeah, but this one they leaned into that idea. So, if people really want to spend an entire evening with me,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know. This is their chance to sort of have me there the whole from like seven till ten. Is that an evening?
0: That's an evening.
2: I'll be there hanging out. I won't be doing comedy the whole time, but but it is going to be good. And I'll have albums for sale. And it's put on by Heather McGallen, who's amazing. And Luke Maxwell did the poster, which is a great poster.
1: He's a good guy. I think he's a good uh, good guy. Both of them are very
2: solid people and I'm glad I wouldn't be going if i were for them they're, they're making it happen so to so help them
0: so what you're saying is if you're in Portland you go check the mm-hmm. show out this Thursday
2: yeah and you can get tickets at com. that's where you can get tickets apparently
0: and that's the only show you're doing so that's interesting right uh, that's there's not... a, there, there is another show what there's another show where is this other show now Nick Flanagan
2: the other show has been brilliantly routed. It's six days later. It's my two show
3: tour that takes place over seven days. And, uh, it's in San
0: Francisco. Okay. At the Hemlock Tavern. Great place. On March 29th. Best show Wednesday. theme, uh, 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 yes. theme weavers.
1: Yes. And Anthony exactly. Bedard.
2: Yeah, Anthony put this one together with me and we've got me myself and Jesse Elias who is very funny and a band called Sad Vicious.
0: That's a good band. Yeah, we did a whole thing. Well, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Where are you right now? I uh, I on? had to go. I had to get up and and uh shut the door for a second.
1: I uh You got to do that. Security. No, it, it wasn't
0: that door. It was the So um so that is, when is the, when is the San Francisco show? That's next Wednesday, the 29th. So Thursday, Portland, next Wednesday, San Francisco.
3: San Francisco, yes, and, San Francisco.
0: Now people can check these things out. They can always follow you over on Twitter at The Nick Flans. The Flans? Yes. The Flans. That's the easiest way. You'll give them ticket info over at The Flans. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah. And
2: you guys can go to my band camp if you want to hear the album "Wiped Privilege." It's
0: a funny <laughs> People album. People can do that. I'm telling you, it's a funny album. I heard it. Oh, thank
2: you, thank you, Tom. That's that's oh, awesome. I've, I've i it's it's received a range of
3: reviews and reactions.
0: So. <laughs> a range of reviews. A
3: range. <laughs> um, I had a topic. I I didn't want to come on here without you know addressing your topic for the day
0: too. What what topic? Of all of the topics we've done, would you like me to address?
3: What is the worst
0: song ever? What is the worst song ever? Yes. Hmm. So we had talked about that. Do you know the date of that show by any chance? That
2: show is from November
0: 30th, 2004. November 30th, 2004. We talked about what is the worst song ever? Yes. Um. Hmm. I think the worst song ever, and it changes all the time. I think it changes Absolutely. all the time. I think it still might be, though. There's that one Lenny Kravitz song. Uh-huh. I want to get away. <laughs> I want to fly away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that might still yeah. be the worst song ever. That's a top one. And that was...
2: Is that, song, is that song called Fly? Is that sort of like that and Sugar Ray, they had
0: the same song at the same time? I think that song might be called Fly Away. Oh, okay. What's that song called, Mike?
1: Fly Away. I want to get away. I want to fly
0: away. I wish that I could fly up in the sky. Like a dragonfly. What's that? I can't handle that song. That song... That song is the worst song. Maybe I said it back on that show in 2004. I would still stand by it today in 2017. He had American
2: Woman
3: too. That was also not a not a good
0: not a good one. But it still invokes the greatness of the Guess Who. Right, your (laughs) brethren from the north.
2: My brethren from the frozen wastes of the north. The writers of Running Back to Saskatoon. The writers, a great, they did a great cover of Shaken All Over
0: you know yeah man Lester Bangs writes all about them. classic plug. He did. He wrote all about them. He uh he was always moaning about this or that. Yeah, there's a point for sure. There's a point with that Lester Bang stuff where you are just like, ah, this he's saying this, I don't like this, I don't like that. And look, I say it plenty. But then like you hear his band and you're just like, really? You're going to you're going to say how it is with music?
2: <laughs> you know, that's actually what I felt, because I did a lot of reviewing when I was in my uh, 20s, probably right before I kind of started with the Brutal Nights band. And and uh, looking back on it, you know, I, at some point I was like, I can't be reviewing stuff. Like, I don't. this is my band. This is the best I can do. And this is not as good as some of the stuff I panned. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. No, you're saying this sucks and then you're like okay here's my wait my music's not so good Whoops. right but your music yeah, was good brutal nights that was a great band oh thank you thank you we 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 uh, we tried to
2: hold the sort of last legs of the uh garage punk
5: era
0: still one of yeah. the scarier shows i've been to yeah In toronto i was just like man these guys are gonna, they're gonna lose their, their, their marbles here. They're gonna, somebody's gonna get hurt at this thing.
2: I mean, I dealt with that kind of stuff a lot when we played. I, I would have people sometimes like doing that Henry Rollins thing that you see people do in the Black Sky shows where they like swat at
0: you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that happened. Broke yeah. my arm. You did, you were on stage with a cast. Right? I do have a little cast
2: on stage. A big, I, you know, uh, I'm trying to think who, who else has performed? Uh, Drake. Drake
0: Drake did that one. so Drake performed okay. with a cast? Yeah, he broke his leg uh, eight years ago.
1: Poor oh, little Drake. No. Did he not get the tuna sandwich
0: he wanted <laughs> on a bagel? He wanted didn't get it on a bagel.
2: Boy. He, he's right. just a simple kid from Forest Hill. I've I've you know, we we, we, we rap Drake hard over in the six Tom?
0: Look. Good for Drake. That's some mopey stuff though. Right? <laughs> that's mo that's mopey, I, right? I know, but all of rap,
2: like so much of hip hop feels very sluggish and mopey. It's
6: yeah. Like,
0: you know? Like that one song, uh like, like Migos, right?
2: Okay, bad and bougie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, or like uh, the, the T-shirt. What's the T-shirt? That's How's that of their, one the one of their songs. But there's, this, there's that time in, because in, you know my new dog is uh, Good and Poochie, right? Oh, yeah. How's Good and Poochie? She's great. So I started like rapping to, or not rap, I wasn't rapping to her. I was doing Bad and Bougie to my dog <laughs> Good and Poochie, right? <laughs> that's good. Right? That's when, uh, you
2: know, Mad Magazine couldn't do
0: that. Mad Magazine I mean, could not it. touch what I did with Good and Poochie. It was like Good and Poochie. Chomping on bones because they're chewy. Well, going you know, on they're off all, to go wee-wee. Doggy likes to getting nice all, get smooches. Smooches? Smoochies. Dog is like, it gets smoochies. She is Good and Poochie.
6: This is a very, very
3: cute version of the song that's probably... Pretty harsh. Yes.
2: There's also Molly uh Percocet by Future. You ever heard that
0: one?
1: No.
2: Molly Percocet.
0: And and I've been
2: calling myself Mickey Percocet.
0: The future stuff bums me out also. Oh, that stuff oh, bums me yeah. out. Liven it up, guys, right?
3: Yeah, I mean future right? sounds like somebody who's
1: just like
0: Can't sample the, the eyes of, can't sample a vehicle by Ides of March to brighten it up a little bit, right? <laughs> has hip-hop like basically just
3: sounded like the marble index by nico
0: now it is (laughs) (laughs) we are now at that point when you would not be surprised to look at a a a hip-hop record and see that it was produced by robert fripp Right, exactly, totally. So
2: that it's all like everyone is just done. I it's a scary sign, but I hope eventually it leads to just, you know, complete creative rebirth for I one I of my like favorite genres.
0: I like that I like that Migos album. Right? Yeah. I didn't hear the whole album, but
2: I've liked everything from Migos I right hear. I mean I mostly hear the stuff on the on the radio. I know I sent you a bunch of rap a while ago. Yes. But I've kind of I've fallen out of it lately. Yeah. I, I like Lou Reed. I was actually, I completely misunderstood your topic. I thought when you said any topic ever, I was just going to come in with, like, any topic.
4: Uh Uh-huh.
2: But my, so my topic was going to be about the album Rock and Roll Animal and how I was, when you're surprised by a musician you like, and I put on Rock and Roll Animal, I hadn't really heard it before, and the version of heroin on that is, like, the most unbelievable thing. Yeah,
0: can't mess with that. Look, I'm going to get into this little Reed stuff. I'm going to get into this little Reed stuff more. But what I want what I want people to know Nick Flanagan the yes. Flans at the Flans At the Flans Yes At the Flans They can go if you're in Portland you go see Nick on Thursday Yeah If you're in San Francisco you go see him next Wednesday Yeah But the important thing is that you go see him Yeah, that'll be really nice. Come say hi. Yes, go say hi. Come say hi. I agree. I'll be saying tapes and albums. Nick Flanagan at the Flans. You're one of my favorite people, buddy. You know that.
2: I'll write back at you. You are you're a top you're you're, you're a top man.
0: Well, wow. I'm just a mirror, my friend. I'll be your mirror. All right. Have a grand evening and have great shows. You too. Bye. Good night. You told me to have great shows too. Well, I am. I'm having a great one right now. Got Emma from Toronto saying, stop making fun of Drake. All right. You want me to tap the brakes on Drake? It's fine. Tell him to stop moping about that tuna tuna fish on a bagel he didn't get. Yeah, you know, we're, we're talking about all the topics from the history of the show. It's the, what is the topic? It's every topic tonight. That's what we're we're talking about and the phone number 201-332-3484 best show hey tom sean from Newbridge here hey sean how are you i'm good can i weigh in oh yeah yeah all right this is this is a, a
2: timeless uh topic of conversation for the best show are you ready yeah I'd like you to weigh in on your top 20 most favorite and least favorite
0: pizza crusts. Wait, my top 20 most favorite and least favorite pizza crusts. Yeah, yeah, you can do well, it by region. I don't know about, this sounds, I don't, I don't know if that was an actual topic we did or if you're just making up a topic you it want. It seems like it is, right? Well, it seems like it is for somebody who is maybe kind of, Give it, giving me a little bit of the. the a little business. bit of the razz. Yeah, a little bit of a <laughs> A little there. bit of razz. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just so
2: excited that the show's on again. Well,
0: no, I'm glad we're here too. Oh, I was so bummed out because there was no show last week. I tell you, man, we
2: really got pounded, huh? With the snow? Yeah, we got pounded by, like, what, eight inches?
0: A lot of snow. It we came, got pounded
2: yeah. by those eight inches, I will tell you, man. and, uh-huh. and that was a lot of the white stuff. Mm-hmm. White stuff really got all
3: over the place. It yeah. Uh, hey, hey,
0: Sean? Yeah? Sean, can I just uh, ask you respect- respectfully to – I don't know if this is intentional, what you're saying, but it's coming out different than it, – it's coming out more lewd than maybe you might mean it to sound. Oh. I didn't even start talking about shoveling yet. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, oh.
0: maybe you can – Everyone, I had, go, dealt. I had to go deep with my shovel. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone who shoveled would probably go deep with their shovel. Ooh, when you say that, sounds weird. Yuck. Oh, I'm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: God. Oh,
2: but I'll tell you, man, I yeah. I got lucky with the snow. There was a an up uh, an upshot.
0: Now, see, somebody would say the same thing to you that you just got lucky with the snow. I would say that sounds weird. See,
2: I didn't mean it that way. You're. See, everyone says this about you, but you probably don't know it. Everyone says that. You, everyone calls you Doctor Sex Talk behind your back. That's
1: the, well. That is.
2: They the, certainly do. Ask mm-hmm. Mike right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mike, Please. Does everyone call me Doctor Sex Talk behind my back? Mike said, "Not everyone." Which is probably not the answer I wanted to hear. <laughs> right? Because yeah. Because that truth, truth hits everybody. Mm, and Truth hits everybody. That was a uh, very powerful uh very powerful book that uh that I remember I I I forget I think uh, it was written by uh who wrote that? The guy uh the 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 guy from Jerry Springer Steve Steve Wilkos. And I think I think you're thinking of Sting. I'm thinking of, wait, Sting wrote a book called- He wrote a song called Truth Hits Everybody. Truth Hits Everybody. I was thinking of Steve Wilkos' book. The Bald Dude? Yes. Oh. Truth Hits Everybody. Well, then my, he got it from the Outlanders Demar. Okay, cause- Yeah. His book was Truth Hits Everybody, Colin, My Years of Bouncing for Jerry Springer. It sounds like more of a pamphlet it it might have been i can only imagine what the do you think there's a chance that that what do you think the fewest amount of words on a page in the Steve Wilkos book could be
2: well there's probably a lot of pictures right yeah, I think oh there's probably one that's like a like a, a, a layout of of the set you know like a almost like a uh, like an overhead view mm-hmm. Like that's a whole page of like a diagram, almost what? like a blueprint of the set, and then like that's a whole page
0: for him to show how where he to would, show how it worked, like where he would position himself <laughs> exactly to, my station, yeah, to bounce someone exactly, yeah, yeah,
2: almost like a football play. Like I'm I maneuver myself over here. It's almost like uh, idiocracy. The individual.
0: <laughs> that yeah, Idiocracy. I haven't seen it in a while. Great idiocracy. film. Is it? Gr- it, I love it. It's, when okay. it's in my top ten. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: I'll check it out.
2: Oh, so anyway, the, the Wednesday after the snow, the next day, Yeah. I was supposed to have traffic court. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I got a ticket. I was driving too slow in a hospital zone. You were driving too slow? Too slow. I didn't even think that was a thing. You know, but it was. And I'll tell you, man, Officer Harris nailed my buns for it. Mm-hmm. Just nailed them.
0: Okay, so yeah. all right. Again, I'm gonna say you're treading, uh you're starting to drift toward where. where Sounds like a Jimmy I'd Buffett have...
5: lyric. I'm starting
0: to drift. What? What? Who's it sound like?
7: Jimmy Buffett.
0: Jimmy, just like yeah, like like his his his. Uh, um, like... The topic is drifting, and my pants are lifting because I'm looking at you. So that's a that's a Jimmy Buffett. I love that song. What album is that on? I th- I think that was on uh Destination Party. I think it is. <laughs> Cheeseburger Face is on it too. Yeah. Yes. They call oh. you Cheeseburger Face. Your I'm going to get my juice on you. <laughs> okay. That's again, you're you're moving things very quickly over to a a a a, 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 a like an area that I uh, I'm trying to stay away from. Sean. You're trying to stay
2: away from my area, oh, <laughs> and that's... I don't really want you there.
0: Remember uh-huh. that song? Is that I think another was on, Jimmy Buckham... one?
2: drama by Yes.
0: Oh, that's a Yes song? It is, yes,
2: it was their punk song.
0: That was their punk album when they, they enlisted, uh, the Buggles. Right. Trevor and Jeff. Yeah. They're like, hey, uh, John Anderson and Rick Wakeman aren't in the band anymore. Who are we going to get to be the lead singer and, and keyboardist of our band? How about these lads who are right next door in the studio? Who did. Our manager manages. You know, they have that current hit right now, Video Killed the Radio Star. Do you think they, those guys would want to join Yes?
2: They did. They didn't.
0: That, that, that would be like if 21 pilots joined, like if, like what would that be? Them joining a String Cheese Incident? Wilco? Right? I guess it would I guess if, if Jeff Tweedy and um who's the who's the key man in um in Wilco? Well,
2: dude, have you ever seen a twenty one pilots concert? I have. The drummer, it's a drummer and and, and another dude. it's the drummer, he drums. Yeah. He doesn't really drum, but he looks like he drums. The other guy just kinda of whines, right? Mhm. So it w- it would be Glenn, if Jeff and Glenn Coachy left.
1: Okay. Gotcha.
2: I'm not trying to bust your bees. I'm just trying to, you know, make right, some well, sense out of this whole thing. Okay,
0: well, look, uh, I'm not as much on, I'm not as much up on Twenty One Pilots as uh, as I, I might have thought I was. I like all their albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, oh, anyway, can, can I continue?
0: Oh, well, by I all I know means. I got body there. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean.
2: So, um, I talked about Officer Habs nailing my buns, right? Uh huh. I definitely said that. Okay. A- anyway, so sure. court got snowed out, and I don't have to go back for a month, which is great. But I'm nervous now because they switched my case to Judge Doncaster. Okay. And I tell you, man, he's a real some nonsense judge, from what I'm hearing.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, um you actually—it's an actually—it's an actual no nonsense judge.
2: No, not this guy. He—he's—he's he's some nonsense. See, Judge Doncaster allows a small percentage of grab uh, Tom Fuller, and crowd work in his courtroom. But after that, he's really strict.
0: Then it's no nonsense after that. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. But at first, it's some nonsense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh,
0: but the, that was a fun snow day. Yeah. So I didn't have
2: to go to court. I spent the entire day in my jam-jams.
0: I was watching Law & Order regular victims unit. Okay, which I think might just be called Law & Order. You no, know, this I, I'm pretty sure this was called Regular Victims Unit. Okay.
2: Hey, fun fact. Yeah? Dick Wolf is the name of the creator of Law & Order, mm-hmm. but it's also what I call my dingus.
0: What? Um, yeah, I don't know how fun that fact was. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. anyway, well, listen. <laughs> I was listening to
2: um, your boyfriend, Mark Marin interview Roger Waters the other day, mm. oh, yeah. and uh, okay. it was a great interview. But it left me with one question. Yeah. Is there another world-famous rock musician who seems less into rock music than Roger Waters?
0: Who you mean just seems irked by the by the idea that rock music exists?
2: Yes, and that he would hate all the music, all the other music besides his own that his audience likes.
0: I think he might take the cake. Right? for somebody who has no interest in other rock music. No. Like he would I I am sure he likes uh I don't know what he would like to listen to when he's on his own what would he want to listen to?
2: I think he mentions Nina Simone in this interview. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. And and of course you know old uh like Howlin' Wolf and stuff like that. Is it howling or
0: howlin'? It's Howlin'. Not Hal Lind. No, it's not Hal. Not Hal Lindsey. Who no. was Hal Lindsey? He was Barney Miller. Hal Lindsey was, was, um, no, that's Hal Lindin. Hal Lindsey was Goober on. <laughs> oh, you're on, right. On now, the, which of those two was the blues pioneer? Neither of them.
2: Ooh, okay. I have to go back to blues. I, I have to start blues school. I, can, I don't have to go
0: back. I have to start it. You got to go to blues school? <laughs> I have to start it. Uh huh. Yeah. Could you imagine. First day I of, would be at a loss. First day of blues school. Right? First day, I've got my my trapper keeper. Yeah, I've got a ruler.
2: I don't know why I have a ruler. Sure. Got a pencil, probably, mm-hmm. and it's like I go back as far as like uh, the song on "Get Your Ya Ya's Out."
0: That's the earliest you go I with the... I her to the station. I followed her to the station. That's what it's called, right? With the blues. That's the earliest you go with the blues. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you might, I, I would and say... And Danzig. Okay, well, yeah, I think you're coming up, you might come up a little light on blues, uh, on blues uh, uh, expertise. Okay. Hey, Tom. Yeah? You Tom. used to be involved in television, right? I used to at one point. Not anymore. Drop my pencil. Hang on. Yeah. Well, that was a long time ago, Sean. Oof. Well, you know, memories are something to, something to, you know, on your deathbed, that's all you got. I, I think it is. you can't take it with you. And uh truth be told, there, it is starting to fade. And I'm confusing the memories with things that didn't happen to me at this point. I hear you. But yeah, I, I, I have it. that. Yeah, But I used to be, sure. Okay, so maybe you
2: can help me with this. What is the name of that new show that's not about
0: stand-up comedy? The new show that's not about stand-up comedy? Yes, yeah, there's one. There's one. Yeah, what is it called?
1: What is that show? I I don't think I've seen it yet. No. All right. No. Hey, speaking
0: of TV? Yeah? You see those confirmation hearings today? I I didn't have a chance to see any, no. I'll tell you, man, I haven't seen grilling like that the
2: Everybody wants some scene in Better Off Dead. That's the last thing you thought you'd hear someone say tonight, right?
0: To reference the movie Better Off Dead. Yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was not expecting that. No. Nope. That's no. the John Cusack movie. It was.
1: Yeah. No, hang uh-huh. on. Uh huh. what? What? What was that? My food's
0: ready. But your food. Yeah. Where where are you, Sean? I'm in in the break room at at work. Uh-huh. I got about fifteen
2: minutes to devour this Salisbury steak. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you call and now you're eating your. Oh. Well, i eat it sometime. Okay. Well, you could have eaten it when you weren't on the phone with me. Well, I was a, I was at work. I'm I'm still at work. Uh-huh. I'm well, what, work. where where do you work? Peaches and cream. Peaches and cream. The yes. the, the, the kids' superstore. You're still open? Yeah, we don't close until midnight now. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. Well, let me just say for people who are listening who are not in the, the Newbridge area, um, Peaches and Cream is a children's clothing and toy store that's been like an institution for as long as I can remember. And I've made some pretty crucial, uh, purchases there over the years. Uh, I know it's where I got my first wacky packages. Um I got my first uh black Fred Perry shirt there. Uh, I got my second one there and uh I got my fourth one there. Where'd and you get the third? Third one, um Oh I got it there also. I got it they did get it there. I got it the same day I got the second one. I, I was kinda See oh. yeah, there's that memory thing happening. Yeah. What's going on? It comes and goes, I tell you. And it's all, it's where I got my first set of the, of, uh, Arnold Palmer toilet golf clubs.
2: We still sell those. hmm Yeah. You
0: know, it's funny, um
2: Peaches and Cream has sold pretty much everything kids are into for, for decades. You know, we've, we've actually cut this is really cool. At the front of the store, this glass, um what do you call it, a, a display case. Uh-huh. And it's got a bunch of the really super cool, super rare things that the stores sold over the, over the decades.
0: Uh-huh. Like, like what kind of stuff? Well, like um, there's this Lucky Lindy toy plane. Oh, Have you wow. seen that ever?
2: No. Well, it was a replica of the Spirit of St. Louis, and it came with a little Charles Lindbergh doll. Mm-hmm. And it even came with a little bucket and, and, a, and a mop for him to relieve himself in during his transatlantic oh, okay. flight. That's
0: horrifying. Well. Uh-huh. But accurate. Uh- it, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a Beretta doll. Remember Beretta? Uh, the, the the Robert Blake uh, yeah. cop show? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it looked just like him. And um, you pulled the string and it said cat phrases from the show like, uh, that's the name of that tune. And uh, what some other ones. Um, you can take that to the bank. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'm done filming for today. I'm going home, you guys.
0: Okay, that might be more of a Robert Blake, uh, line than a Beretta line. Could but, have been, could have been. Yeah. Oh, and, and it also played the full theme song, Beretta theme, by Sammy Davis Jr.
2: Four and a half minutes long. From a doll. Yeah, the doll weighed a ton because it, 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 the song was on tape. So okay. it was like a, it was almost like a, a couple eight tracks worth of.
0: Sure, so it was a hard doll to, cuddle, tape. to cuddle up with, uh,
2: very yeah. yeah.
0: Any other uh, interesting... Um, oh, the, uh, the super cool thing, it was uh,
2: this Hate Ashberry board game. Uh-huh. Yeah, and basically, it, it was a game that came out in the late 60s, replicating the experience of running away from home and heading to San Francisco during the Summer of Love. Super fun. It was a board game. Yes, yeah, yeah. And And the goal... Is to become a member of Quicksilver Messenger Service. Okay. But you lose if you draw three gonorrhea cards. And you die if you draw those three and the free clinic's closed.
1: Okay. I'll
2: tell you one thing. What? You don't want to land on Pigpen.
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. So that I didn't know there was a Haight-Ashbury board game.
2: Yes, yeah. I bet you also didn't know that there was a basketball home game.
0: Basketball, the movie. Yes, yeah. Really? Yeah, it was
2: just like the movie. Okay. Yeah, the object was to play the game that the movie tried to make a sensation. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Nobody bought it. Okay. So Uh, that one. Yeah. 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 So that's those are some pretty crazy uh, games. uh, There's a new one that's
2: uh, it's selling okay right now, but uh, I, I I think it'll find its legs.
0: What uh what is that? It's called eh. What's it called? Eh. It, it's spelled M E H. Okay. Yeah. And that's a game. It is. Yeah. It's the game that you win at
2: by having less enthusiasm than your opponent. Okay. Basically, it's a ball and a stick and some dice, but no one's really sure how to play it because no one really cares enough
1: about uh, the yeah. game.
0: So, like meh, or whatever how you, the game, yeah, wow, that's it that does not sound very fun, no, no, you, know, it is fun though, what's that? There's no way you don't know this,
2: and there's no way just about every citizen of our of our fair city doesn't know this. the peaches and cream jingle,
1: oh, yeah, I know that,
0: sure,
2: want to sing it, um, yeah, okay. Let's sing it on three, okay? Okay. All right. One, two, three. Life is but a dream at at beaches and cream cream, where children children love to be kids. kids. Yeah. Such a good song. It's an odd lyric when you think about it, though, right? How so? Where children love to be kids. That is weird. It's like it's the same thing. The children and, and kids are...
0: Interchangeable, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It's like saying I don't know where, where where canines
0: love to be dogs, right? It is strange. Yeah, it is. It's weird when you hear some when you think about something for the first time mm-hmm. like that. Where's your mother lyrics like that? Well, I was even talking about earlier from uh, from Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Roll, you're eating is maybe not my favorite thing. Oh, uh, I'll,
2: I'll have some water then. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. When he's like. Rolling like the metal on the edge of the knife Rolling like the metal It's like Rolling like the metal Of
2: the edge of the knife? On the edge of a knife I don't even, I don't even get it Roll Like he's rolling a, like a, 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 a pellet or a BB on it? I don't know I rolling. don't know Well it's like that Springsteen song Sometimes I feel like a something Baby edgy and dull What is that?
0: I don't know. Oh, he's saying to his baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's glowing. Sorry. Glowing like the metal on the edge of a knife. Oh, glowing. That makes perfect
2: sense, then. He's at a satanic ritual. That's candlelight.
0: Wait, so Meatloaf was at a satanic ritual in that song? No, Jim Steinman was. Okay, well, that makes sense, actually. Yes. I could could picture him. Yeah. Not to say he's a satanist, but I could picture him at a satanic ritual.
2: very humble guy, too. It, it, I can't believe Def Leopard uh, couldn't work with him.
0: Yeah, and, um... It's a, I, I, a... guy like that who saw himself as basically making present-day classical music that, and, um... And wouldn't let you forget it. Yeah. Yeah, because you know that back... Um... I'm sure that, that, um... Like Beethoven was always telling you that I'm making classical music right now.
2: You guys, I'm the best at classical music.
0: Listen, you guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's weird. Those lyrics are strange.
2: Hey, speaking of local jingles.
0: Uh huh. Do you
2: remember the Kern Farms Creamery jingle for that really weird ice cream that they put out for like. It was only for like a few months in the late
0: seventies. Um, it was. Hold on, I I think I can sing it. Was it ice cream? Uh, Is that it? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah? That's it. Ice cream, ice cream. Everyone loves ice cream. Ice cream, ice cream. Everyone loves ice cream when it's made from hair. Isn't that crazy? Weird that they have And it had,
2: wasn't like that thing where it's like, "Oh, it's got hair granules." There was hair in that stuff.
0: It's weird. Actual yeah. ice cream made of actual hair. Yeah. Very I never ate it. I I felt I felt like the the jingle was a warning as much as anything. To True, just say yeah. This ice cream is made from hair. Stay away from it. Yeah, not not. Boy, doesn't this sound good? It almost seems like somebody was ta- taking the opportunity of the jingle to to just scare you away from it.
2: I wonder if that's what happened. If the singers like kind of had like a what do they call it like a uh, a rebellion or a a mutiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. If the singers had a rebellion or a mutiny, I don't I don't know. Who was in that movie? In When the Singers Had a Rebellion and a Mutiny? Yes.
2: Came out in, like, I saw it in the theater. So I, I, I was in high school. Yeah. Can't remember. Oh, it was Jackie O'Haley.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I can't remember. This. Who so, was the love interest? Um... one of those triple names. it's on the tip of my tongue Ma, Maria conchita alonzo that's it yes. yes and also the the one uh the 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 little dude from Bodine's was in it too Sammy Yannis? was in the movie yeah wow yeah I don't remember him in there yeah he um I, I'm, I'm trying to think what, what he played. I think he played the guy who was, who was piloting – The well, it wouldn't be piloting. It was a, it was a boat, so – Yeah. Cat, what was that? What do you call that? The sailor? he the
2: second mate? I can't
0: remember. Yeah. First mate. I got to see it again. I yeah. wonder if it's on Blu-ray. Might be. Might be on
1: Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah?
0: Getting
2: back to Peaches and Cream?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if you know this, but – it was formed, uh, in 1915, that's when it was founded, by a gentleman named Gustav Kramenacher. Okay. And he moved to Newbridge from Frankfurt, Germany. Hmm. And this is really interesting. The store was originally called Das Peaches und Cream.
0: Das Peaches und Cream. Yes, yeah. But,
2: but he sold things with which to reprimand children, not to reward them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like switches and knuckle wrapping rulers and a wide variety of dunce caps.
0: Oh, that's that's insane. I Isn't I, it? I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Why? Well, why was it called peaches and cream? Oh,
2: the name came about because one of Kramanocker's best-selling items was this sour cream and rotten peaches parfait, and it, it was part of his line of refresh punishments.
0: Refresh punishments. It's like it, it
2: combines refreshments and
0: punishments. Well, I figured that, I was able to figure that out. Ooh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um just don't talk down to me when, uh, you know. Well, you now? you just gave me a little bit of sass. Um yeah, I just didn't, I mean, I could figure out refresh punishments. Okay, yeah. I, I think you got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, well, uh, you know what? F- f- Sean, fair enough. I apologize. I'm walking back my sass. Walk it on back, soon. I'm gonna walk the sass back. Walk, walk that sass on back. And I, yeah. You're right. I do have a lot of stuff going on and it's hard. You were giving, you were being, uh, courteous. I
7: apologize. Oh, wait,
2: no, I don't apologize. No, you said no, no, I, I was apologize. being courteous. So no, I, I, I accept that and I, I, uh,
0: I apologize. The... I apologize, but the, uh, but the, to, the thing that I should be saying is how weird refresh punishments are. The, uh, the concept of something kind of in the form of a refreshment or a dessert that is also hurting you ultimately.
2: Yes. Very weird. One of the great conundrums of life. Uh A conundrum or is it a... I don't know. But listen, um, Gustav was run out of town five years later Mm -hmm. for flagrant flagrancy. What is that? Well, it's a crime that... It's still in the books here in Newbridge, actually, but no one's really quite sure what it is.
0: What flagrant flagrancy is.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that thing. Remember when Justice Stewart said, um, when he was asked to define pornography, he said, I don't know what it is, but I know it when I get wood.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I don't... Well, again, you're swinging back in that area I'm really trying to keep you from there, Sean. Um, And that's... uh... It's also not what he said. He He said... He said, I... I don't know. I like, I know what it is when I see it. Like, sees what? Pornography. He knows Ooh, it. gross. You're the one who's dirty. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh. Oh, okay. Helping you. Are you giving me the business again? I'm Stop. giving you a little bit of rad. Okay. yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Okay. It's what right. we do. It's the, it's the back and forth. It's like the... It is. Yeah. It's like the give and take. It is, yeah. So...
2: Anyway, at that point he's he's forced out. The store gets taken over by Gustav's 15-year-old stock boy, Bartholomew Diltz. Uh-huh. And he kept the name, but he turned the store into a haven for children to play and parents to shop free of punishment and, you know, a- any kind of retribution.
0: Wow, so that's when the 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 Peaches and Cream really kind of became the the first version of what it is. Now. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, wow. Bartholomew, he ran Peaches and
2: Cream from 1920 until his his death in January of, of
0: 1978. Mm-hmm. And if it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, he had a very unusual death. Am I am I right about that? Yes. I remember hearing something about it when I was a kid.
2: Right. Yeah. It was big news. He had a heart attack while watching a CBS evening news report on the Sex Pistols U.S. tour. Remember how that was on TV every night? Mm-hmm. And he had a heart attack, and the coroner actually listed the cause of death as punkicide.
0: Because he was so terrified of this rampaging group of, of five, nine, and below musicians. Pale. Hell who uh Yeah. It's they're called the Sex Pistols and they're coming to your town. They're coming to your town. Or they just like and it just seemed like they were going to convert everyone into punks. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh My you know, dad was
2: terrified he was gonna become a punk.
0: But he was scared he was gonna be a punk. Yes, and he did though. Not that, not that it, you were going to be a punk.
2: Oh no, no, he was terrified that he would, and he did. His worst fears were realized.
0: So when the Sex Pistols came through, mm-hmm. it actually converted him into a like against his will. He didn't want to go see them. He He didn't want to see them, but
2: somehow he ends up flying down to Memphis. Uh huh. And he goes to the show. He doesn't want to go in, but he it's like he's drawn to it. Sure. You know, like. That thing where, where when you're a kid, you're you don't want to stick your finger in a light socket because you know it's going to hurt, but you do still do it. Sure, I've done that. Okay, not ashamed to say that he did that, but with 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 the Sex Pistols, and subsequently he ended up uh, uh, playing bass in a latter day version of the Dead Boys.
0: Your father did. He sure did. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, and that was uh, so punk. Did did he did he remember even doing these things? No, oh no, no. He had he had he had mm-hmm.
1: Okay, wow.
2: And and it's very sad now. He 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 has Parkinson's disease. It's very sad.
1: Uh huh. That is
0: that is very sad.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, but anyway, so mm-hmm. so
2: after he dies, Bartholomew. Yes. His son Joe takes over and he becomes the lovable, comforting face of peaches and cream that we know and love today. But of course we know him as what? As Grampy Joe. Grampy
0: Joe, yeah. And Grampy Joe is, uh, again, for people not in the area, he, he's a household, uh, name here in Newbridge. And he's got this organization, the Grampy Joe's Kids Foundation, which has raised a lot of money over the years. And, um, Anybody who's here in from it's a good way of figuring out who's from the Newbridge area is you ask them about the Halloween telephones, right? And they were that, and people know what when they know it, they know it, and they those mm-hmm. were so much fun to watch. Those oh my God, Halloween telephones,
2: do you remember? When Grampy Joe put that incredible all-star band together for, um, I think it was the 1992 telethon and like e- each person did, uh, uh, one of his own hits.
0: Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. That was, uh, let me think if I can name who was there. Paul McCartney. Yep. Was playing bass and did, uh, Jet and was it to- Tom Petty? Mm-hmm. Was, uh, I was. Guitar and did American Girl. That's right. Was it Daryl Hall? Yeah, it was Daryl Hall. Was played Maneater and I remember he was playing keyboards. Yep. But I can't. I'm trying to think of who the drummer was for the group. Oh, uh, the
2: the drummer was um, was Dino Sex from the Murder Junkies.
1: Uh huh. And he came
2: out and sang, "I kill everything I ask." And, uh, God, who took over drums? Kenny Aronoff played drums on that song. That's right.
0: Oh, so Kenny Aronoff from, um, John Mellencamp's band. Yes. And, um. John Fogarty, uh, now. And, this is a full circler, Tom. He's now in the Bodines. How about that? Then I guess maybe he has a copy of that, uh, Blu-ray. That's right. Or can at least get one. He could. If if, if he, if he so (laughs) desires. Um. Yeah, and you think, D- think Brian Stack got the last copy. Yeah. The little neat well, stuff he's, there. He's good with that. He's good at getting his hands on the good stuff. Um so we call him good stuff stack. They um, do. He um Do you know sex was the guy in in the murder junkies, uh G. G. Allen's uh uh house band, who, if I remember again you're eating still. I'm, oh, I'm I got I got a stuff. Okay. Um he was the guy who who couldn't wear clothes on stage because he claimed that he got a rash. Yes, from the drum stool. Totally naked. Yes, if he wore clothes while drumming. Yes, it's true. Yeah, I, I always thought that was a little suspect. Well, then you haven't seen Rush in the last twenty years. Okay, why is Neil Pert? Neil Pert. Bottomless. He's, but bo- Neil
2: Pert. Yeah, he has a shirt on and of course his, his jazz beanie,
0: but. Yes. But he's bottomless just, on stage.
1: Yeah, it's I just the uh,
0: Canadian skin. I had no idea Neil Pert was bottomless. Yep. When he drums with Rush. Oh yeah. Um, hey, speaking of Grampy Joe. Mm-hmm. How old is Grampy Joe now? And you know, I, I ask cause he's one of those guys who, like, never ever looked young like he, he, <laughs> right, right. like he always looked like a grandpa mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like um god uh
2: you've never seen a photo of of uh, of like Jesse Helms young right like he was always old and sure. um who's the guy who was even older
0: Str- Strom Thurmond. yes yeah mm-hmm.
2: same thing or um Jet Black from the Stranglers the drummer
0: oh okay never seemed young Nope. Yeah, it's weird. When that—that's a phenomenon. Well, let me see. Um, Grampy Joe
2: is. Hang on. He was born in. He was born in 1918. So oh, that would 1918. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: So that makes him what? 99? Yeah. Wow. Cuz I got to say Grampy Joe is in remark uh, remarkable health. Cuz in those commercials he doesn't look any older than like 70, I'd say. Well, you know,
2: that's all um holography.
0: Uh what what's that?
2: Well, it's like it's a hologram that you're, that you're seeing. Yeah,
1: um Uh-huh. It's not really him.
2: Really? Yeah, Grampy Joe's been half dead since 2010. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's alive, but he's coffin bound.
0: Co- what is... I've never heard... What is coffin bound? Well, his son thought it would be more convenient
2: for, you know, when, when Grampy Joe eventually and inevitably buys it, if he's already in the box, and then he just gets kind of sent into the
0: hole. It's more of a coffin bed, And now that I think That's, about it. That is really... Or a, co- a coffin cot. Okay. <laughs> that is awful.
4: Yeah.
0: That's unsettling. Okay. Uh-huh. So... so Tums? Uh, what's that? Do you want some Tums? No, no, not that. I don't mean like I have an upset stomach. I Tums for seem- Tums. Tum Tum. Remember that song? I, I that do remember. Jam. That was a very... You were the spokesman for that. I'm not as much of a spokesman as it was a guy who called the show who kept saying it over and over, and people mistook it for a jingle. Oh. So
2: yeah. You didn't make any any money off that.
0: No, I have not. I've seen people make money off of it. I uh. did not make a cent off of Those it. Those shirts, yeah. What else is new? Um Right. Yeah. So who if if that's the case with Grampy Joe, who actually is running Peaches and Cream? Oh, um Grampy Joe's son, Grampy Joe Jr. Uh-huh. Okay. How how old is Grampy Joe Jr.? 23. He's 23 years old. Yeah. And his dad is 99. Look, Tom, none of us are perfect. There was
2: only one who was. But let's just say Grampy Joe's pan faucet was fully functioning at age 76, okay? okay?
0: Again, I don't... We're in that... We're in that place, Sean. I don't want to go there and we really don't need to get into any of that.
2: That sounds like a like a uh maria Muldaur song from the 70s we're in that place and i don't want to go
0: there is i is it one of her songs i don't know i don't could know be. it could well it could be it definitely could be i mean i don't know if you want to demo that and run it by her if she's still in the market for um she's putting a new album together oh she is I said I don't know if she is. They <laughs> said she was. I,
2: I thought. Oh my God! This guy, your A and R man?
0: No, Jesus. I'm not working with Maria Moldauer. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Look, anyway, it's
2: weird that the that the you know that he was able to fire a, a child back then because um, his taint area no, no, doesn't no, work no. and uh, his paint gave not, out
0: in, in the sixties pretty much. And talk, right, once that I'm paint not goes, talking about this. Stop it. Stop it. I hate this. What about it? I hate it. I'm not even going to say why I hate it, because then I'm contributing to it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be quiet. Uh, oh no! You're just going to eat now. A little bit rough. Um,
2: I'll be honest. Yeah? I don't know who the mother is of Grampy Joe Jr.
0: Okay. But the buzz
2: around town, yeah. especially around Peaches and Cream, is that it was a Newbridge Bridge Ratman rat girl named Sheila. Okay. You know,
0: I often wonder, why did they phase out the rat girls?
1: Uh-huh.
4: Well, Any, uh, any deep knowledge?
0: Well, not deep knowledge, but I can just go from some pretty uh, basic knowledge, I guess it would be that when you think about baseball teams generally don't have cheerleaders. And, uh, to be more specific, the, the rat men, rat girls were not so much cheerleading as it seemed like they were, um, show, show girls, I guess is a polite way to put it. Well, I didn't want to
2: say it, but you know, <laughs> we're adults. Let's call a spade a spade, right? I mean, they were strippers, Tom,
4: right?
0: I, I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed very, very lewd. For a for a baseball game. Right. Well
2: they were high quality, I, I give them that, you know. I heard that half of them came from Thigh Society, that gentleman's club out on, on Erotic Avenue that got washed away during Hurricane Michael Schenker. Remember
0: that place?
1: Um I think I would I
0: passed by it. Yeah. Sure.
2: You know, I gotta say, normally I don't like when they name weather events after musicians, but that one was actually appropriate, don't you think?
0: The Hurricane Michael Schenker. Yes. Yeah, because he really, um, he was rocking like a hurricane. That's true. And I guess that's why, I wonder who thought of that, if they were a big Scorps fan. Probably, right? It's
2: like yeah. whoever
0: plays every new
2: pornographer's song every morning on Morning Joe must be a fan, right?
0: hmm Is that a thing? It is a thing, yes. Wow, they're slipping it in there. That's that's cool. Um, hey, uh, Sean, you said that you said that uh Peaches and Creams open till till uh midnight earlier. Yeah, yeah. So is that is that like a new thing? That must be a new because I don't remember that being the case.
2: Yes. Well see, ever since Grampy Joe Junior took over, things have been pretty
0: different. Uh like how how are things different?
2: Well, I don't know if you've been out this way in the last six months, but Grampy Joe Jr. took over the lease from when Foot Locker Criminal got forced out of business for selling those um, squeak-free burglar shoes to hoodlums. Okay. So now Grampy Joe Jr. has a ton more room to work with. So now there's a, there's a swimming pool, there's a paintball jungle, there's a bouncy Trump Tower that the kids love to play in. hmm and they oh, wear big awesome. suit jackets. Uh-huh. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. For a kid. Yeah. Oh and there and there's also the peaches and cream cafe. Uh-huh. It's this world-class restaurant where kids get to eat healthy farm to table uh meals. Uh-huh.
0: Well, that sounds good. That sounds that sounds really great.
2: No, well, it's great for the kids. It's <laughs> it's terrible for the wait staff, honestly. Uh. Uh-huh.
0: Wait, it's terrible for the wait staff. How 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 is it terrible for the wait staff?
2: Well, see Grampy Joe Jr. thinks that kids should be able to eat without being under the watchful and sometimes judgmental eyes of their parents. Okay. So, except for the wait and kitchen staff, no adults at all are allowed in the cafe while the kids are eating?
0: Wait, no one... I'm trying to pick, no, not allowed in at all. No adults, exce- except for, except for, you know, the, the staff. Sorry, no I, parents, are just kids in there eating. Well, what is, what is that like?
2: Tom, have you ever seen
0: the movie Class of
2: 1984?
0: Uh-huh. Yes, I have. Well,
2: imagine that with sunflower and mushroom risotto smeared carpets. They also have kale chips ground into them.
0: Sure. Just of kids, just out of control. Yeah. Smashing food into the rug. Sick, sick stuff. It is, that is, I didn't think of the movie class of 1984 in that regard, but now I'm, it's making, it's making me kind of rethink that movie and risotto. Yeah. Yeah. Mushroom risotto, especially. Right? Yeah. Sounds nummy. No, it's but not when it's smeared into a carpet. It doesn't.
2: Well, it might be good until you try. You never know.
0: Ah, yeah, that's fair. It's that's fair point. Maybe. You're right. Ooh, ooh. What? Crap. I didn't realize how long we were gabbing. Uh huh. I need to go start the projector. The projector. Yeah, yeah. What, what projector are you starting? Well, I forgot to mention the best new addition here at Peaches and Cream. What's that? The the playground cinema what What is playground cinema Oh, only the answer to every moving, loving parent's prayers Here's how it
2: works. Mom and dad settle in and watch a great film while little Salinger and Cobain play on a jungle gym just five
0: feet away.
1: Oh, that sounds that, that,
0: that sounds completely unbelievable okay, we hang on, let me hit the lights real quick. So you're walking into the booth? Yeah.
2: Let me turn on the projector. Hang
0: on. Do you know what... Uh, well, what, can you tell me what you're showing at the theater? Is some, it- some good family fare. Uh-huh. What, well, like hidden figures?
2: No, um, we're showing that uh, Peter Blatty film that uh, he made with uh Trenel Strauss just before Blatty died.
0: No. Okay you <laughs> god wow I mean I, I that is definitely not a kids movie but I mean I do to be fair I, I have heard really good stuff about uh Exorcist 4 The Sawing of Reagan is getting some really great reviews so I mean I don't know that might not be the best way for me to see a movie but um peed jeans have a new album out called Why Love Now and we're going to hear this song from it called The Bar Is Low on The Best Show. right except the a is an i what do you think about that mike rockin mike says rockin and look mike generally doesn't like rock music the stuff mike likes is like uh box of rain right Sugar Magnolia. Right? Dirty Blue Jeans. Dirty Blue Jean Blues. Is that a Grateful Dead song? Sounds like a Bob Weir song. Dirty Blue Jean Blues. What's that, Mike? The... Dirty Cut. That's a song? Wow, it was actually not far away. Dirty Cut Off Blues. Uh, seriously? No, okay, you're tricking me. I tell you, hey Pat. First of all, I'd like to just say, and this is not appar- this is not because you said anything or I was told to not that uh, I'm not going to call you wingman anymore because that's hurtful. Your nickname is on. On hiatus. Until, uh, unless a better nickname presents itself. Which means the Ha Challenge is back on the market until we settle this whole nickname thing. But that song was from. Why don't you throw the thing a little harder? It's fine. I'm doing a radio show in here. That's all right. What are you guys doing? Recreating the uh, the beginning of You May Be Right out there? Right? But who was that? Was that you, Kristen? If it was you, I'm, I'm taking it off the table as an issue. If it was you, then it's not an issue. We heard the bar is low. By P. Jeans. Their new album's called Why Love Now. Co-produced by who? Lydia Lunch. That's right. That's who. Do I have her phone number? Yeah, I do. Texted once or twice. Haven't heard back. Think the text trail. Think the ball is in her court. Sub Pop put that out. Sub Pop Records. Sub Pop.com. Guys, the topic is, every topic is what we're doing. All the topics are the topic. And why did I do this topic? Well, it's simple. I'll tell you why. Basically, over the years, I've done a topic, and then people hear the show when they hear the show. Not everybody hears it live. A fraction of the listeners hear it live. Most people hear the show later. Right now, there's probably some, I might be saying this right now, it's just being heard by some weird AI kid at the bottom of the ocean, right? You know a movie I watched the other night, Mike? Bridge of Spies. Yeah. That's a snooze. Here's the uh, condensed version of that movie. There's a spy, and there's another spy. And then there's a the third spy, who's not a spy, just a dude.
1: And
0: uh, they want to do one for one. Tom Hanks says, "Now nah, I want two for one. Do they get two spies for one spy? Tune in to Bridge of Spies and find out. Man, this is Steven Spielberg makes these movies. It's like he's making them from behind like a plexiglass now, right? You can almost feel it like he's he's making them from like a booth or something, right? I know, Mike, you love Steven Spielberg more than anybody, and you're always quoting from War Horse and BFG and Always and Hook and all your favorite Spielberg movies. But I did not enjoy this one as much as you did. And I hope the Cohen brothers bought something nice. Because they deserve it. So this topic. Because people listen. Whenever they hear it is when they hear it. They don't necessarily hear it live. And then they're like, then they call up. They're like, yeah, just remember you're doing the top fifty uh uh worst cartoon characters. Um first of all I'm like, What? Did we really do that? And like, yeah, it was like seven weeks ago. I'm like, Okay, well we're not talking about that this week. This week we're talking about the fifty worst animals in movies And then they're like,
1: Oh, okay.
0: So this is for you, the person who's always had that, that topic you wanted to discuss over the course of the show and could not discuss. Now, the floor is yours. I cannot say. We're not talking about this this week. We're talking about all of them this week. Who's good here, Mike? Three. Best show. Okay. Well,
3: we're not talking about
0: that. Hey, let me turn the show off. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am Hi, I? Hi, it's speaking? Matt from Oakland. Matt from Oakland. Oh, I like this. How are Texas. you, sir? I'm, I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing real well. Thank how you. Um, the, how are the hands? How I, are the hands, buddy? I'm sorry? How are the hands?
2: <laughs> They're, good. They're, all right. All right. I'm, uh, I'm in Texas. It's the desert air that's keeping them nice. You in good them, shape, I guess. Right? I'm sorry?
0: Keep them, keep those hands, uh, safe. You need them. I'm not saying who yeah. No, I can say this. This guy, Matt from Oakland calls. Some people have speculated that he's in a rock group. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. I'm not going to say the name of the group because I might end up in court. I don't know. That would never happen, dude. Right? Well no. And I'm not even going to allude to the name of the group that I think it might be. Right? Well, I, um,
2: I appreciate your discretion.
1: Right?
0: Yeah.
2: Um... I have one for the topic, but I also, for a topic, but I also have one of these bizarre ways in which you and the best show keep
0: popping up into my life.
1: Yeah. So
0: they pop up in um, your day job when you're hanging out with your uh, two other friends on stage. Oh, I can't say which band I think it is. One guy's got tattoos. You know that rock band where the guy has tattoos?
3: okay then can i can I give
2: you the speaking of the the tattoos can i can I give you the one that I have for a topic
0: Matt? Of course you can
2: all right, thank you so um <clears throat> I was just hanging out in my room uh drinking a, uh, a kombucha, oh. yeah, yeah, and I was thinking about people that should be shopping for a coffin.
0: Oh, remember that topic that was something else people shopping. And, for Remember that guy called? He's like, yo, I want to say who I think should be shopping for a coffin. I think Jack Nicholson should be shopping for a coffin. Remember that? Or did you hear that, Matt? Were you listening live when that happened? No, I heard it on uh, Best Show 24-7 this week, actually. Ooh. Which is the 24th. That's the, the Best Show uh, Greatest Hits and, and Rarities and more radio station that goes on all the time, you go to thebestshow.net dot net slash two four seven. Now, some might say two four seven. That's a number, a three digit number. Not. What would that be?
7: Sixty?
0: Sixty five? If I'm doing I'm not good with math. Two four seven minus sixty five. I don't know.
3: So, um I um. I met Sam
2: Donaldson the other
1: day. Okay.
2: Go. And I on. think I don't celebrate, you know, anyone dying, uh necessarily or shopping for a coffin, but if there were anyone that I've met in in recent memory that needs to be shopping for a coffin, it's Sam Donaldson.
0: So am I supposed to get mad at you now because that's gruesome to talk about this shopping for a coffin, right?
2: Well, it is, but it was because I met him, and he was, I have some tattoos, and he was really interested, and he was, like, touching them a lot, so I well, ended that's up. that's weird. Yeah, and I ended I up
0: see you have talking some, to him. Uh, looks like you have some tattoos on your arms there. What's that one all about?
2: Yeah, and he was fascinated with them, and he, um, but he was wasted. That's so
0: weird. Allegedly he was. I don't know if he really was. He was
2: allegedly wasted. I, and I mean, I've never grind. seen an elderly man that drunk.
0: Okay. I don't know if you got to max the ground. I'm going to say you are alleging that. I am not. That's true.
2: Okay. Well, um, mm-hmm. also, and this actually happened on the same day. I, I don't know about you. I've had the same sort of celebrity crushes for most of my life. Like, they don't really update. I'm still... Crushing on the same people that I crushed on when I was a kid,
0: Oh, Susan anton I'm sorry <laughs> no. Adrian barbo no. Juliana Hatfield
1: yeah Juliana
0: Hatfield she's cool she's a rock she's incredible so, yeah, and I was
2: trying to I was, t- I was trying to tell my friends about how good her post Blake baby stuff was
0: mm-hmm.
4: and New um
2: I was watching. Yeah, yeah i watched the video yeah you, you know you but i mean you've never i've never heard you talk about that before you were exercising in a I video a
0: juliana, there's a juliana hatfield video that i'm in yes yes now we're i thought that was really you know cool to, i don't know why you want to gloss over let about, me just say oh, oh oh look who wants to to wonder about glossing over things look who suddenly doesn't want to get specific wants to know why i don't want to get specific about things my my Look who is suddenly like, well, I don't know why you wouldn't want to go into de- in depth with that thing that you, hmm. well, it Well, that was, you know, years ago, though.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. It
0: was uh, Universal
2: Heartbeat. It's an awesome video, and uh, yes. you were doing calisthenics in it. I was. Which I actually saved, this is creepy probably, but I saved the screen cap of it, and I sent it to a bunch of my friends.
0: A screen cap of what, Me?
2: of you uh exercising
8: yes. I don't
0: At this point I truly don't care anymore. I have nothing. Now, Matt. I don't have what you've got. You move from thing to thing. You got one thing's wrapping up, you bounce to another thing. Right? You're swinging from vine to vine. Like uh Shia LaBeouf in that uh Indiana Jones movie. The best of the four <laughs> Indiana Jones movies. I wish that was the first time I'd been compared to oh, Shia LaBeouf. I hope, I hope they make a fifth one. I hope they make a fifth one, and just Harrison Ford is just, like, Indiana Jones is just, like, it would be like Death Wish 5 when Bronson was just kind of like, that guy over there looks like he's up to something. And then, like, some other guys went and checked it out. It would be awesome if he, like, crashed a plane into a scene. Okay, yeah. And the other thing I want to just say, thank you for bringing this up, Matt. We guy needs to get out of the air with this he's had like th- two or three close calls now get out of- first of all you're that loaded you can't just get some clear airspace where you and your you'll be the only dumb plane in the air he doesn't have enough money can't like buy air rights for a couple hours to zoom around he, he seems like an, a barely competent pilot he's gonna hurt the rest of us i'm on a plane suddenly so harrison ford's trying to land it Gonna crash into my uh, to, to uh, the jet.
3: In my limited experience, with the exception of Bruce Dickinson, it's
2: never a good idea when famous people become pilots.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's, what it was,
0: that, that's when you just gotta know. You know what that is? When you realize you're thinking about becoming a pilot. You know what that means? Go to the soup kitchen. It's soup kitchen time. You're losing your priorities. Hit the soup kitchen. Get the ladle out. Right. There, that soup. Is there a line
2: between people who are, like, private pilots and people who fly commercial uh, airlines, like, uh, that, that own commercial airline, you know, jets, like John Travolta or Dexter from
0: Osprey? Well, there's one music video I remember seeing. I can't remember what band it was, but I think it, and the video was at one of those private airplanes, like, like where they were coming off of the plane and performing, like, in, like, the hangar for that? <laughs> I can't remember for the life of me who that was. But, um, look, I'm not going to say boo about where you work, but all I want to say is true or false. One of your coworkers appeared in the music video for a song that goes, go win nowhere we ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now because we're bad boys for life. That might mean your co-worker's Pat O'Brien. Pat O'Brien was in that video. Shaq was in that video. There were a lot of famous people in that video, yeah. That's when music videos were music videos. When Puff Daddy Well, I still was like, think that
2: watching Universal Heartbeat at 1 o'clock in the morning on 120 minutes beats that.
0: Dave Kendall.
1: Coming up now, Juliana Hatfield
0: with Universal Heartbeat.
3: I think that was the era when they
2: had different bands guest hosting, and they had Mike Watt on there, and he dropped his bass in the middle of his segment. And he was super awkward and
0: awesome. Hold on, he dropped his Thud Stick during his segment.
2: <laughs> yeah, they put him in front of a camera, and he looked like a hostage.
0: Now, do you have you ever played a Thud Stick, Matt? Oh uh, yeah, I mean yeah, sure. Are you more of a Six Warrior? I've, I've played, I've played ska. You played ska. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well look, you're talking to someone from New Jersey. Don't talk about ska to someone from New Jersey. Every, Did the every, play eight, one, out of every or eight, what? one out of every, eight, one out of every eight people was in a ska band in New Jersey. Is it,
3: is, is, is it Christy time for ska, ska to come back?
0: Chris Christie was in a ska band. <laughs> ska of the Hut. Hey. No, he was not in Scob of the Hut. That was a real Scob, then No, From Frank Lautenberg was in Scaba of the Hut. <laughs> Frank Lautenberg. <laughs> All right, Matt. <laughs> Thank Matt, you. I appreciate it. Say hi you. to your co workers. Yes, sir. Tell them Tom's asking when this thing comes through, I better be there. I'm telling you. I better be there. And I want a Lammy. I want a lamb, and I know there's different levels with these lammies. I want the one that the tour manager's just like, I can't, Matt, are you insane? I can't give this guy one of these. I didn't, you're being tour managed by Tony Curtis, but, um, <laughs> um, I I'm want probably- one of the ones that, I want one of the ones that hurts where he, it's got a number on it. Like it's got a number on it and it's a low number.
2: If I were in Two such digits. a position, yeah. I would probably just give you the uh, laminate from the drum tech because...
1: No, no, I, this don't this I don't want his. No, no,
2: because he gets to go everywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't want his. Look, I know where these guys get to go. I watched Roadies. I know where these guys get to go. But I want my own lammy. Got it with you, Death Cab. You, Got it with Death Cab. That's doable. Death Cab gave me the could have shown up to any show on the whole tour with that thing. Couldn't stop. I could have been on stage. I could have been on stage playing Kungas with them, with the lammy I had. I, I, I'll give you mine. And KV I, gave I, me I really KV gave me the lammy. Kurt Vile gave me the lammy. I want you and your band to give me the lammy. Oh, if only. If only. No. Let's make this happen, Matt. Yes, sir. You have a grand evening going to do that to him. Go when, nowhere. Remember that video, Mike? Of course you don't. We ain't. studio. remember that video? Yeah. Pat? Who's your favorite celebrity in that video? Ben Stiller? Fonsworth? Pat O'Brien? Shaq? Because Pat O'Brien was like looking over the fence. You actually watched the special, the making of for that video. Bad boy for life.
1: I need a budget. I need,
0: to, I need a lot. There's a lot I need. I need something to go my way. Right? All I need is a miracle. Right? Remember that band? Mike and the Mechanics? Got from Genesis. Think about if you're Tony Banks in Genesis. Right? Ah, Peter Gabriel used to be here. Ah, uh, he's, he's huge now. Ah, uh, the drummer now. The other guy, Phil Collins. Ah, uh, he's the biggest pop star going. Well, he's just me and you, Mike Rutherford. And Mike Rutherford's like,
2: uh, Actually, I have a
8: band that's called Mike of the Mechanics, and uh, we have, we're going to have a couple hits with this new
2: record.
0: And Tony Banks is kind of like, I'm going to make classical music. Who's good here, Mike? One. One's good. Best show. Hey, uh, Tom, this is David in Chicago. David in Chicago. What's up, David?
2: Um, well, I'm really excited about this topic. I think that this is, uh, this is my first time calling, and I feel like this, this topic is like, uh, it was made for me. I've got, I've got a a bunch I'd like to rapid fire if that's okay.
0: David, I'll allow it. Okay. Um, July 3rd,
2: 2001, um, you asked for a caller to call in with a Frank Zappa song that doesn't suck. Um, I don't like Frank Zappa at all, but I do think that the song Apostrophe is a good song. Um, October 29th, 2002, uh, this topic was, I don't kit, uh, similar topics on January 30th, 2007 and July 20th, 2015. I'm going to say the Minutemen. I I like the Minutemen, but I I feel like I'm supposed to love them, and they've never uh, they've never really like connected with me. Um, They
0: work for you. They work for you. What are you going to do?
2: Right, exactly. Um, November twelfth, two thousand two, worst band of all time. I'm going to say the Counting Crows. Really? April twenty seventh,
0: two
2: thousand four. Fast zombies versus slow zombies. Fast zombies are much scarier.
1: Yeah,
0: of course. And that's before right. any of this Walking Dead business we were arguing about that. Predated it. Yeah, right? It was when they made right. that movie, the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead.
2: Uh, that is right. That is, that is correct. Um, February 1st, 2005, you did Smasher Trash with PD's dad, and he did some like uh, weird electronic music that he made on his computer, and I didn't like it, so I wanted to vote Trash for that one.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um November 29, 2005, yeah. Unfunniest Funny People, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, the Unfunniest People, what was that topic now? Unfunniest Funny People. Unfunniest Funny People, you're saying Jimmy Fallon. Yes. You right. got, that's your, uh, that's your, uh, that's your, your opinion. I guess someone um, didn't see. Nick Burns, your company's computer guy. Check it out. Over <laughs> it. Is
7: Hulu!
1: <laughs> who lives? but it's fair enough now? where would I check um, out okay when I, can I do a couple more
0: go, yeah go ahead floor is all okay. yours David
2: um, alright November 18th 2008 you're selling but I ain't buying um, when I first moved to Chicago I met this kid um, who lived in my neighborhood who I kept seeing around who uh, would always invite me to these like bluegrass square dance uh, events uh, where it'd be like a bunch of like younger people who like bluegrass music getting together and like doing like some sort of like organized dancing. Uh, so that was that was you're selling, but I ain't buying.
0: Yeah, you weren't buying that, were you? I wasn't into it at all. Okay.
1: okay.
2: Um, and then yeah, I think I think my last one here is um, June fifteenth, twenty ten. The topic was good guys who you can't stand and bad guys who you kind of vaguely like or just tolerate mm-hmm. um i for some reason i dislike I, I don't know what it is but i can't i can't get on board with the guys and they might be giants. i think i'm supposed to like them and that they're it's like see them as like smart and cool and, but I, I, I can't put my finger on it they're good guys i know that they're like on the on the winning team but i feel like they're like secretly arrogant or something and there's something i just don't like about them
0: look i think you're doing a fair amount of projecting there <laughs> Whenever I've met that one dude from, they might be giants. He seems like a very nice guy. I don't know. Well, who would you say is a bad person who you kind of like?
2: Um, you know, I was trying to think about this one, and I don't have a great one for it because I don't even know if I agree with what I'm going to say. But because um, because I, I don't even I don't even like them, and I, I think that they have terrible like ethics and politics. But those guys in that uh, that alt right comedy group, that million dollar extreme. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a part of
0: me that, like, that, like, that show. Hi, Tom, it's Kat from Raleigh. Hi, Kat, how are you? Uh, I'm not too bad. What's going on tonight in Raleigh? Uh, Not a whole lot. We're having weird weather that's, like,
9: fluctuating between, like, pleasant and kind of chilly.
0: Well, that's not that weird. It's March. If it was uh, August, like se- then you'd be like, like, all right, that's weird. Uh, Yeah, I like my seasons to be separate, though. Well, then might I suggest you go to a biodome. A what? A biodome. Um, a bi- a biodome. Too
1: dome. humid. A biodome. Too
0: humid.
9: I'd probably pass out from the like exhaustion. Look,
0: you couldn't pay me to go into one of these biodomes. Weird 40-foot spider. Crawling out of the ground. Maybe not 40 feet. But... But anyway, um, I... King I'm... Kong in this new King Kong movie? He seems enormous. I was walking down the street the uh, the other day, Kat, and not even the other day, yesterday, and I look up as I'm going through Midtown, and I look, and it's like, oh, there's the uh, Empire State Building. And for the first time in my entire life, I was looking at that thing, just picturing King Kong on it, and I was like, yeah, King Kong didn't seem that big if he's hanging off that one part. He's not that big. But this new King Kong movie it seems like King Kong's 300 feet high. Huh. You didn't see the new King Kong movie, did you? No. I, there's something I want to, there's some reason I want to see it. I don't know why. Hmm. There's something about it that makes me want to see this King Kong movie. I don't know why. It looks so stupid. Hmm. Huh. Well, I have a top well, I felt this is an
9: appropriate like topic for me to call in because like I realize that this is actually the it's been a year since I first started calling the best show this week and it's a year I've like it certainly had its ups and downs, but you've helped make it a whole
0: lot better. Well Kat, that is a very nice thing for you to say. I appreciate that. And that's that's what this show can do if it, sometimes it's there for people and if you're maybe sad or having a rough time, maybe it's a nice thing to listen to. And then if you're having fun, it's a nice friend to have have fun with. Yeah. Um, the topic that I am
9: um, looking at is, like, when I was a kid from October 20th, 2015. And um, the thing that came to my mind was um, when I was a kid, I... I guess this is also very indicative of there being a culture shift or at least like a weird bubble in my hometown. But anyway, when I was a kid, um, I used to think you had to be 18 to drink coffee.
0: Wait, hold on a second. There was a bubble in your hometown? Don't tell me you lived under the dome, cat. Am I actually talking to the first? You've held out on me this long? You never told me you grew up under the dome? <laughs> You lived in a bubble. Your hometown was under a bubble, Mike. Why did you tell me this? You're on probation. Mike's on probation. One more strike and you're out of here. So you thought you had to be 18 to drink coffee?
9: What I meant, what I meant to like, what I meant by bubble was my hometown didn't get a Starbucks until the early 2000s. So I only ever saw old people drinking yeah. coffee when I was a kid.
0: And so I thought you had to be 18 to drink coffee. You want to know what's what's funny about that, cat? For up until Starbucks started rolling through everywhere, only old people did drink coffee. Now six-year-olds drink it. Thanks to this company. Think, oh, now this is the mocha frappe latte thing with whipped cream. Oh, good. So... Huh, I want to make sure, make sure my kid has a, uh, a, uh, uh like a, uh, a Sunday that's gonna make them hyperactive. Great. Usually a kid eats a Sunday, they they bar for fall asleep. Now you give them a Sunday, they're bouncing off the walls. They're getting they get 4,000 calories, and they're up till 3 in the morning. <laughs>
9: One time when I was like like thirteen I tried one of those. I had to throw it out after one sip because I could taste the coffee even amid all this like supposed like, sugary sweetness. I mm-hmm. just have really, really sensitive tongue and I just think anything coffee is revolting.
0: you still don't like coffee? No, no oh, not in any oh, way, I like coffee form. a lot. I like coffee a lot, Kat.
9: I I have a child's taste in drinks. It has to be either sweet or or neutral, like water, for me to want to drink it. Same goes for
0: booze. Okay. Do you like Sunny D?
9: Never tried it.
0: Okay. High C? Uh,
9: it can be good.
0: Juice box? When's the last juice box you had, cat? Last
9: juice box? Uh, I don't think I've had a
0: juice box since I was in the single-digit ages. Well... Right? I gotta say, do you? What do you think of the smell of coffee, cat? What do you it think? It gives that? me a headache. Oh, so you're just against you? You? It does not work for you on any level because I know people who like the smell of coffee but they don't like the taste of coffee. Ugh! Just coffee grosses me out. Well, I like it. Sorry.
9: Yeah, I'm not going to, like, ban you from drinking coffee. I'm not a coffee
0: dictator. You know what? You couldn't ban me from drinking it. Nothing will stop me from drinking coffee. Nothing could stop me. I couldn't stop me. I would have a (laughs) real problem if I had to stop drinking coffee. That would be some headache that would be uh, on the horizon. (sighs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I could only imagine that headache. Right. So I wish I liked like coffee cuz
9: I'm a grad student and I need a ridiculous amount of sleep.
0: Mhm. That's why But I don't. It's my curse. That's why God invented 5 hour energy drink.
9: Uh, my sleeping schedule mess up as enough as it is.
0: What about Monster energy drink, right? Oh. I just stick to regular old soda if I need it. What kind of soda? Um, Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, Dr.
9: Pepper is the good oh, stuff, Dr. yeah. The
0: best, best soda they make that the soda people have made, Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm. Or regular Dr. Pepper, a little heavy for me.
9: Yeah, I like root beer as my favorite soda, but often it doesn't have caffeine. So no. if I need the caffeine, I get
0: like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper. All right, so you stick, you get, that's where you get your caffeine from.
9: Yeah, also chocolate.
0: Cat. <laughs> this call okay. is the anniversary call, and I'm glad you're a part of this show, and I appreciate it, and I, I, I hope I will hear so much more from you as we oh, move on. Oh, that's so sweet of you,
1: Tom. Well, uh, you you, uh, you, uh,
0: congratulations on uh, one year on the show. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm going to go. All the lines are lit up, though. I'm going to. Oh yeah, gotcha. Right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Best show. Best show. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 I'm here. Are you there?
1: Yeah, I am.
0: Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I I'm Tom, Tom in St.
3: Louis.
0: Who is this now?
3: Tom in St. Louis.
0: What do you got going on in the background there? What, I hear beeps. I hear I heard a commercial playing in the background. What, what is that?
3: had uh, the commercials off. My wife was heating some hot tea for me for the evening.
0: And that was a microwave beeping. Beep, beep. Okay. Well, I heard the actual beep. You didn't have to do the All beep. Hold now. The I beep didn't beep. go beep, beep. It didn't go beep, beep it went nee. <laughs> secondly what was the commercial
3: um something to do with cars buying new cars the news is on so car yeah, because cars all right. the time
0: <laughs> do you think that carfax fox would be good in the movie right i think yeah, it would be fun sure. right to watch right. him what if the carfax fox showed up in the movie cars And he was just like, boo, you were in an accident. (laughs) Thoughts? No? Okay. What do you got for me, Chief? Well, as you know, one of our
3: local residents who's the king of rock and roll, the founder of rock and roll, died a few days ago. Yes. My son, who's who's an avid listener to you, mostly on your podcast, since he works some evenings when you're being broadcast Mm -hmm. on the internet, he said, you really ought to call this guy and hang on and tell him about when you were a kid and you met Chuck Berry, which is true. It was about 52 years ago. I was hitchhiking out from where I was living in the, in the toward the city to, uh, to Caddy, a country club, and my route took me past the airport as I was hitchhiking. It was pretty safe back in 65 or so. And this long purple car pulled up, and as I remember, I was thinking, this doesn't look like anything I've ever seen, I hope it's safe. Front window rolled down, and this uh, black guy with a hat on leans over and says, "Uh, where are you going? And I said, out to the country club. And he said, I think we're going that way, aren't we, Chief? And he turned around, and the rear window opened up, and there was this, other black guy in there, he says, yeah, get on in, we'll take you close by, and as I got in the car and looked around, I thought, this is, I guess it's safe, it's a big old car, and there's this guy back here, and then I realized, because he had a pretty distinctive look about him, that it was Chuck Berry, I had two of the brothers who played 45s all the time, and his picture was on some of the sleeves for the 45s, and I went, man, you're Chuck Berry. He says, you catch on quick, kid. So we had a nice 20 or 25-minute talk as they took me out to the country club. That was my brush with rock and roll royalty, I guess.
0: I got to say, that is a very exciting story. (laughs) I've been living on it for 50 years. (laughs) You've been living on it for 50 years? (laughs) Or so, yeah. Wow. Wow. I appreciate the call. We
3: Thanks also my wife's know. sitting here now. He, he played at our high school back in about
1: 1971.
3: Okay. And that was at a lull in his career when he wasn't really popular. Mm-hmm. You know, he was really hot in the 50s and kind of died off toward the late 60s. In the 70s, he was just playing a lot of, you know, secondary venues, like a county high school here in St. Louis County. But I remember sitting there holding her hand, laughing like crazy when he played My ding a You ever heard that one, Tom? What song? My Ding-A-Ling.
0: No, I don't know that one. <laughs> my, ding-a-ling.
3: my Ding-A-Ling.
0: My Ding-A-Ling. As I recall, know it.
3: My Ding-A-Ling, my ding ling I want you to play this song, my ding That's how I want pretty fun song. I'm sure YouTube has a version of it if you look.
0: I'll check it out. Yeah.
3: That's about all I've got to offer on the Chuck Berry phone. Thank you
0: for it. the call. I appreciate it. Uh, my condolences to the people of St. Louis. And yeah. you have a grand evening. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Tom. Take care. Bye.
7: There's about 2,000 people outside waiting for another concert. I'm sure lots more of you are going to come back in to see the Pete Floyd. We don't get a Pete Floyd concert if we don't clear the place. It's as simple as that. This is a management. Hold it, kids. Hold it. Listen, if you're quiet for 30 seconds, we'll tell you what's happened.
10: Best I need them. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: Hey, Tom.
10: How oh, I know I who this you? is. Oh, that's good.
0: This is one of my favorite people.
10: Uh, and how are yours?
1: How are you doing?
10: Uh, pretty dang good. Except, uh, I don't know, I think I got something fluish, but I ain't gonna go on about that.
0: Yeah, don't, don't get me sick over the phone.
10: I'll, um... Keep my coffin to myself. Yes.
0: Please keep your coffin to yourself. What's going on out there in
10: Las Vegas? Oh, boy. uh, I think since you've been here, they opened up the Lucky Dragon, which is just around the corner, and it is a shoebox at a casino. It's all in Chinese. It's to cater to... um, People from mainland China. Absolutely beautiful, I understand, but you walk in and that's it.
0: No, BB You love Las Vegas. It's
10: it's I like it here.
0: And you I love know it. it shows. You love it because it puts you close to the action.
10: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh no. You know what? That that wore that wore out real quick. Did you ever see
0: the movie California Split? I have not. It's it's a really good movie. It's a Robert Altman movie. <sighs> uh, it stars uh, Walter Matthau? That's Elliot Gould. I think you're thinking of California Sweet. Uh huh. California Split Again? is Elliot Gould and George Siegel play two Mm. gamblers and they're just gambling this is the plot of the movie elliot gould's a gambler george siegel's a gambler they meet each other they gamble the end no it's a great movie i love it so much
10: it sounds a little bit like rounders
0: yes it is like rounders what a great uh scene that was in rounders when he's just like I figured out his tell he takes the Oreo cookies apart it's the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life the idea that that's actually in in a in a movie made by adults that that was it's like a, a five-year-old would put that in a thing the kid what <laughs> the kid tears an oreo cookie off the lid off lid off an oreo cookie
10: was it Oreo or Hydrox? Because this is a regional. Um, now that
0: would be a movie. Oreo yeah. versus Hydrox. That sounds like maybe we get the producers of the founder and see if they want to. Uh, if they want to keep going in the fast food thing. Oreo versus Hydrox. Coke Pepsi Royal Crown Because we could even play like Oreo versus Hydrox. It could be like Batman versus Superman. we got the whole country talking, right? Oreo versus Hydrox. Which one do you like?
10: Oh, you already had said that Hydrox went vegan. Did they?
0: Look, I'll eat either of them. You put a plate with those on them. That's my weakness. That trash. You're an ex-plate. I went up to go do Pat's show on WFMU a, a week or so ago. And I'm up we there. Listened. Oh, that's sweetie. Say, baby, I appreciate it. And I'm up there. And then there's a there's a thing of Oreos, and I start eating these dumb cookies. I'm like, these are mm. just like, how did this get hardwired into me that this is the good stuff?
10: Right? It's kind of a like a paste of crack and fat. Yeah. They're gross. Yeah.
0: But I love them. You smash them in ice cream, I'll eat that. You put the thing in front of me, you have them, you know, I'll eat Oreo cookie, however you give me an Oreo cookie. Mike, Oreo versus Hydrox, where do you stand? Or Mike likes Oreo.
10: Well, they've worked hard for his love. Yeah.
0: Mike, did you hear that? The Oreo Corporation has worked hard for your love.
10: Oh, that's um, okay. Uh, Nabisco, allegedly. Oh, no, this has just my, been my observation that uh, Nabisco brands are wildly overpriced. For you can get a regular box of ginger snaps, store brand for about two dollars, but the uh, the ones, the Nabisco ones with the stripes, the one with the, the really good ginger. They're, um, like five fifty.
0: The ones with the pieces of, um, the actual non-garbage in them? Actual ginger?
10: Yeah, yeah, well, I got some of that, too, that, uh, crystallized ginger. That stuff will take your head off.
1: Yeah. Get me
10: wired. One of my dads. I
0: think you, baby, just created a new topic.
1: Cookie talk.
10: Cookie talk, right? It's it's different from it's a more visceral thing than candy bars. That you just those you can't leave there, but cookies you're gonna stand there a while and make a decision.
0: Yeah, I like you know what I like also. They have these Paul Newman ones that are like
10: health Oreos that
0: aren't healthy at all. No,
10: ah. oh the lemon ginger ones. I, mm, I, my sister came down to visit me in Pennsylvania. We tossed a few of those down, as is our wont, and then I got my blood tested the following day. (laughs) And then you're like... My sugar was through the roof. Yeah, yeah. And she's asking me, what are you even doing? Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, you pounded a few Oreos. It was the, um, the two ginger snaps with some lemon squirt in between.
0: See, I like just the pure Oreo, or maybe that mint one I liked.
10: Mm. mm. Well, that place in Saraville that I was telling you about, that warehouse, I know they did Hydrox, Vienna Fingers, uh, the square, the square cheese crackers, the. Yeah? The Cheez Its.
0: You like Cheez Its? Mike? Are uh, you pro Cheez Its? Mike loves Cheez Its. Mike's favorite of all the snacks was. um. He liked these, like, cheese cracker things I had that I would get from Costco, and then he'd be like,
1: yeah, we're running low on cheese cri- crisp crackers, and then I finally brought a big bag of them, and he's just like, yeah, these make me not, I don't feel good when I eat these. I think they're still out there.
0: I think the bag's still out there, just laying there. Right, Mike? You had a, you had a stomach ache. Got to slow your roll, Chief. Right? Right? got to realize you just can't.
10: Those, uh, they call them wheat cheese. Lance makes them. They're. Um, I think they're made in Tennessee, Tennessee, the same place you get your moon pies. It's just two wheat crackers with a shot of um, squeezed cheese in between. Well,
0: as long as they're on and, wheat crackers, then it's kind of a little, little bit of, it's like health food, right? He's getting some fiber. Yeah, it's like Tennessee health food. yeah. Those people look great. Yes. Now BB, you know of all my favorite callers, you're at the tippy top of the of the It's almost like you're Chris Angel standing atop the the Luxor. Right? Right. That's where you stand in my mind. You are the did, Chris Angel of this show.
10: Did I blow your mind?
0: You already did. All right, baby. I'm gonna get the rest of these calls because these people are getting
10: crabby. Happy hunting, man.
0: Thanks. You take care.
10: You too. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. You too. Hi, best show.
2: Hi, Tom. This is Aaron from Cleveland. Who is this? Aaron from Cleveland.
0: How are you, Aaron? Good. I haven't called in a while. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. I've been listening pretty consistently. How are you? I'm good. How's the meat slicer?
2: Um, They moved me off of it, and I now work more or less... It's been quite a while, I think, since I called, but I've been working primarily just as, like, a cheese, like a cheese monger there for, like, the last, uh, like, almost six months. Okay.
0: <clears throat> and what does that entail? What does being a cheese monger entail?
2: Like, cutting and wrapping, like like gourmet cheese and like making dips and spreads and demoing things to people.
0: All right.
1: And do you it's say pretty okay? you might want to try this
6: cheese?
2: Definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely have to do that and definitely like try and convince people that they can taste like alpine thistle and like uh-huh. the grass and stuff of like this cheese that, you know, they come in asking for like, you know, there's people who would kind of normally I mean it's like a kind of wealthy suburb, but like they that like they come in asking for like the cracker barrel cheese brand and then like I try and sell them like twenty five dollar a pound like Gruyere or something.
0: Yeah, there might be a little bit of a gap there in the uh cheese market between little the bit. Cracker barrel between Cracker Barrel brand, which is which is a dollar eighty nine and your twenty five dollar cheese.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't really afford to shop at the store I work at, so I don't know. But all, some of these people are here every day, so it doesn't really bother me and to you, try and sell, upsell them.
0: And when you when they come up to you with the cracker barrel cheese, you just like, well, you won't be able to taste the alpine thistle in that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm like, um, I'm like all three of the clerks in high fidelity, but about cheese. Oh, so
0: you, you oh no, you're like the Voltron of cheese. Snobbery um, uh, employees, then.
2: Yeah, which is hilarious because I don't, I don't, you know. Of course, as people playing the home game would know, I don't eat cheese either. So I've just been like get... lying to a lot of people yeah. um, about like what you can actually taste in any of these cheeses because I have no no clue. <laughs> you
0: don't even know what's in the cheese. You just
1: say, "Yeah, eh, this one has a little more alpine thistle in it than the other one," and then they'll go, "Whoa, well, like, oh, it does."
2: Well, the best is when you actually do, like, sampling demos with them, and then you tell them, like, exactly what to expect, and, like, I'll just throw stuff out there, and they'll <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, I, I get that. I yeah, taste that. of course
1: they can't.
0: They're eating cheese in a grocery store. They yeah. Don't know, they don't They've know eaten, what they're eating. have eaten,
2: like, eight samples prior to that. They still yeah. got the taste of, like, the artichoke dip and, like, the, like, cheese, or, like, the, the like...
0: Yeah, they're rolling through the, the store, yeah, like shoving the, whatever the they can water put in their mouth, right? Yeah, yeah, and then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, oh, I do, I do, uh, I do taste a hint of alpine thistle in this one." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "What did I tell you? What part of alpine thistle did you not understand?"
2: Um, do you have a really topic, Aaron? Is,
0: Aaron? Do you have oh, a topic from the history of yeah, the show? I was actually going to ask you to. I was going to ask you to build a movie. Oh my goodness, I haven't done that in a while. You want me to build a movie, which is the build-a-movie yeah. game which we've done throughout the history of the show where we uh, I am presented with the elements of the movie like actors and uh, uh, genre and then I have to mm-hmm. tell you the plot of the movie. Sure, let's do that.
2: Okay, so I had it written down. Hang on one sec. Alright, so it's a... Uh, it's a Greg Ehrke, like queer suburban coming of age story, okay, featuring Adam Driver, Marilyn Reiscomb, and Jamie
0: Gillis. Adam Driver, mm. who we all know from, he plays from Star Wars Darth Vader Junior in yeah the new Star Wars movies. And he's also he was in He was in Lincoln. He was
2: important in
0: Lincoln. And he's also in girls and he usually goes, Hannah? Right? What the yeah, f
3: Hannah? You, Hannah, what's your problem?
0: You,
2: have you seen the trailer for the new movie that he's in with um Andrew Garfield, the, the like missionary movie that's where says he's making I didn't watch
0: it yet. No, that came and went already. That that movie, yeah. Oh yeah. god. I'm sure they love I don't, the idea that it's March and they're just like, "Yeah, I think this is why we're out of work now that someone called a radio show and thought the movie wasn't out yet."
2: Yeah, I definitely did. I saw I mean like I don't really go to movies that often, but they definitely played the trailer like you know when they did that like run of like 1984 um just recently in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like the 35-millimeter the print of it or whatever. I yes.
0: went to that, and that was one of the
2: previews for it.
0: Okay, so, so. that's on them. That. So, yeah, so, so. And so who else is in it now? Uh,
1: uh, Marilyn
0: Rice Cub. Marilyn Rice Cub. We all know from Mr. Show and 24. Mm. And who else?
2: Um, I suggested Jamie Gillis.
0: And who is that?
2: He's... Uh, very, like, he's a very, like, notorious porn actor from the 70s who then started doing, like, B-horror movies, like, in oh, the last okay. few years of his life.
0: Mike? What's your working knowledge of Jamie Gillis? Mike says he's repulsive. <laughs> so, and what is it? You want it to be like a, uh, like a, uh. Okay.
2: A Greg Erikey movie, so if I can modify the topic just a little bit, you also have to figure out a Jesus and Mary Chain song to name the movie after. Okay.
0: It has to be named after a Jesus and Mary Chain song. Okay, I can do this. This is not that hard to do. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Let's call this movie... Let me think. This movie's going to be called... The Living End. No, I already have that one. Maybe that's why it sounded so easy. How about My Little Underground? I think that's fine, yeah. Okay. So it's called My Little Underground, and Jamie Gillis plays the owner of a record store. (coughs) Is that track? Sure. I don't know those movies so well, those uh, uh, Greg A. Carey movies. I know the one with Rose McGowan when she was shooting everybody. I saw that one.
2: Okay. That's Doom Generation, right? I yeah. think. I don't know that I've seen that
0: one. Yeah.
2: Um, um, okay.
0: What so what, uh, he, he what, owns, a, what a Bruce LeBruce movie track better for you? No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He owns a rock um, club. Adam Driver is a... He owns a rock club, not a record store. No, he owns a record store. And Adam Driver's band wants to put a... Who is the third person again?
3: Marilyn Rice Cup. Marilyn club.
0: Rice Cup. That's right. And uh Adam Driver's got a band, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he wants to put a he wants to put a single out from his band. And he brings his tape into the record store. Into uh the store which is called My Little Underground, right? Yeah. And then uh he uh he wants to... Jamie Gillis says he'll put the record out. But the only thing they need to go uh they need to rob uh Marilyn Rice Cup's uh, uh condo to get the money for it. So would that happen in one of those movies? What happened in Doom Generation? I'm sorry, um, this is not very good. I'm not doing a good job on this one, Aaron. Oh, you're okay. I don't I don't know if I should talk about
2: what happens in Doom Generation on air.
0: Yeah. That's a that's a pretty bleak one. You raised the bar on me and I failed. I failed. Oh, it's okay.
2: I have something that might cheer you up. Oh, have I'm you heard sad, that? Um, have you? So, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with um, the the storied pre-solo works of Billy Joel.
0: Am I familiar with the what works of Billy Joel?
2: Stuff like the, the bands that he was in, like the Hassles and Attila.
0: Yeah. Like oh, before
2: yeah. he was, yeah. yeah. Attila so were have basically you heard?
0: like lightning bolt. Like Billy Joel was in like a, a lightning bolt type band.
2: Yeah, Attila. Were yeah. They,
0: were they dressed... That's great. I
2: thought you were going to say... <laughs> you, I guess that band kind of was like lightning people.
0: Attila, yeah. So Billy Joel had other bands going on. And so so what were you going to say about about that?
2: So I was at um, one of the local record stores in the area here. Um, if I could shout out, Hanson Records in, in Oberlin. Um, owned by the wonderful Aaron Dilloway. Um and I was there looking through, and he collects just kind of weird records. It's kind of like, you know, like Triple R in like Lowell, Massachusetts. Sure. Um, and stuff. he was just like showing me like some like strange stuff. Like every time we go there, he sh- I go there, he shows me like, you know, he's like, oh, I've got all these reel to reels of like, you know, William S. Burroughs and like Genesis Fiorage stuff or stuff like that. But this time he pulled out this Billy Joel and the Hassles record that was uh, is apparently a bootleg and the album art is just like a really like bob ross looking um like waterfall in the meadow uh, and like meadow and like it's like old english font and it's just a record called the tough boy
0: oh, and
2: <laughs>
0: the tough boy
2: the tough boy
0: and this is billy joel mm-hmm. he was called the tough boy
2: it was Billy Joel and the Hassles, and the record is called The Tough
0: Boy. Okay. Billy Joel and the Hassles. And this is a, a reel so, to reel of it? No, it's a bootleg LP. And he
2: played it for who me, bootleg, and track. Who would bootleg the Billy
0: Joel thing?
2: I don't know. Uhm, apparently Koala Records, which I think did a lot of, like, kind of bootleg or, like, Deep, deep reissues of things for like Columbia Record House or something in the seventies. They did eight tracks too.
0: Billy Joel bootlegs. Well, I think so, I'm there. so so you've got the real Billy Joel rarities there. Apparently in Ohio.
7: Yeah. So the, the first the first girl. track
0: of this record. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's William Burroughs. Uh. Uptown girl. <laughs> He's in love with an uptown girl.
1: Even though That's... it's her high-class world. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's
2: fantastic, yeah. Um, so the, the first cut of this record is um, two Attila tracks played at the same time, but one is backwards,
1: laid like boot- over
2: it. this is
0: on the makers of the bootleg I feel like this is you know what this sounds like if you're dumb enough to want a Billy Joel bootleg you get a thing where the person actually laid a thing in backwards on it when, yeah right pretty much like imagine that imagine go with the record store it's the 70s guy goes in there this is when record stores were half head shop uh Go any hey you got any uh bootlegs? That's yeah, like what are you looking for? Got any uh Billy Joel? Yeah, I got a uh Billy Joel and the uh Hassels. Bootleg. It's got some Attila on there, some rare Attila. Really? How much? Uh, fifty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it. Fifty bucks in like the seventies. Yeah, in the seventies, which was four hundred dollars. Yeah, Billy Joel bootleg Aaron I gotta take the rest of these calls
2: oh okay uh, the, the other thing about that that was um not to keep you on the line here the the rest of the record is has no relation to Billy Joel at all it's like a punk parody that's record from the funnier. 80s that's even and even, that's every other track on the record that's the
0: funniest thing I've ever heard is that Billy Joel sucks so badly he can't even get like a bootleg that is like an actual bootleg of his stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. The person making um, the bootleg was just like, I'm not putting Billy Joel on this thing. <laughs> yeah, he's like barely on the record. Yeah, he's barely the rest on of of the record. Like
2: the rest of it is just as like fake 80s punk that's just like he's a
7: real tough punk. Punk
2: Rock City. Like kind of stuff. It's like, it's like the the fake uh the fake oi band from Romper Stopper
0: Aaron, you just now made me want a Billy Joel bootleg album. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the show, how much would you pay for a Billy Joel bootleg album? I would have said four cents is the most I'd pay. Now, I'm looking to pass the hat around.
9: I'll see if I can get
2: you one because I think he had a personal copy, but I know he was like, "Yeah, I saw." Like um, Aaron Dole was like, "Yeah, I know." Like he's like, "I saw like some guy on eBay selling like ten of them, so I bought all of them for like." <laughs> well, that, <please. laughs> so I think he still has a bunch. This, so I'll, I'll okay. see if I can get you a copy. Please but in the meanwhile, I'll you mail, mail you one of the. I'll email you one of the tracks.
0: All right, please do, Aaron. All right, all right. You have a great night. Great talking to you. Bye. Yep, you too.
8: It's five o'clock on a Saturday.
0: The usual crowd rushes in. Best show. Hi, how are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Ina
11: and I'm in Portland.
0: Portland. Mm, Oregon. May- Sorry. Okay, Oregon. Okay. The
11: What's- The wet one, not the cold one.
0: I've never heard it put that way. <laughs> now, what's going on? And what's going on tonight? Ina, you said e- yes. Yes, correct. Do you have um, something for the topic? Being any topic?
11: I, I do. Yes, um, I have a small, great unburdening. Um, it's oh, kind of God. a dumb one, though.
0: The floor is yours.
11: Uh, all right. So, um, about a couple months ago, a friend of mine was giving me a free like box spring and a mattress. And um, but I had to go pick it up myself. So I would get a, like a U-Haul and drive it across town and get it. But I decided to get a van instead of a truck because it's cheaper. So mm-hmm. the only thing with the, the van is that it's, uh, there's like a specific way that you have to put a queen-size mattress in it. Like you, they make you watch like a two-minute video because it's like a, you put the box spring uh, who, in first. Who, who's there. they?
0: Who's they? Oh, uh, U-Haul? Okay, U-Haul.
11: Yeah, you haul is, like a, specific, like, a video that you have mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and so, I, like, you put the box spring in first, like, diagonally, and then you put the mattress up against it just because it has, like, a low clearance, the van. Okay. Um, and so, we get over to my, our friend's house and me and my boyfriend. And um, I he, the person, our friend, and my boyfriend, I see them pick up the mattress first. And they start to carry it. And I knew this was wrong, but I didn't say anything. And I thought, well, you know, this will work. It will be fine, I'm sure. And so they kind of have to maneuver it up these basement stairs. And it takes a little while. And It's kind of a big hullabaloo. And they put it in the van. And then they get the box spring. And they do kind of like the same thing. And it takes a little while. And they go to put it in the van. And it doesn't fit. And so I knew this was wrong but I still didn't say anything. And so they had to take out everything else and it probably the whole thing took like 45 minutes and it was raining outside. Um, and I still never told him what they were doing it was wrong. And it was... Uh, I still haven't told my boyfriend what he did was wrong and the way he's going to find out is that uh, we're going to listen to the podcast tomorrow and he's going to know that I knew the whole time that this hour-long process was not right.
1: You just
0: stood there, and you yeah, watched.
11: I I thought it would be okay, but it wasn't. Nah.
0: You knew better, right?
11: I did know better, and I know better now to say something.
0: What part of you made you not speak up? What is that, Ina, that made you not say? Um, I think I, I can save you a lot of time and <laughs> kind of lifting.
11: The first time is because I thought maybe it was going to be fine. There was something in me, but the second time, I think I was just embarrassed. I think I was I was in too deep.
0: Sure, you were hoping but, some, yeah. you were hoping something would come along and and change the inevitable course of things.
11: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so when he hears this tomorrow, what is he going to do? Is his face going to turn purple?
11: Oh, no, he's going to laugh. It was, at the time, it was a big, like, it was a big ordeal that took quite a while. And what's his name? Um,
9: His name is Robbie.
0: Listen, Robbie, you calm down. Calm down, Robbie. (laughs) It was exercise. All right. Thanks, Ina. Thank
11: you. Thank you very much. Have a good night.
0: You too. Somebody just sent me these pictures um, saying if I came to Japan, I like how it's like, Tom, Alex sent this. Very nice of you, Alex. Tom, if you came to Japan, would you be happy to ride in the C-3PO passenger jet? Recently unveiled by the man himself. Featuring C-3PO cups, headrests, and attendant uniforms. And then there's pictures of this jet.
1: Oh my God, you could not.
0: First of all, that that bum who plays C-3PO is all over this thing. That guy's the worst. Anthony. What's his name? Anthony Edwards. Mike. I'm asking you what? Daniel. Daniel Edwards is the guy who plays C3PO. What's his name? Anthony Daniels. Daniels? I think you're wrong. I think that, I think he went fourth in the, uh, NBA draft. I think the, the, uh, I think the, uh, I think I remember the Vancouver Grizzlies drafting him. Um, no it's this guy this guy who plays C-3PO is a total ingrate he's always moaning about these Star Wars movies about how hard a deal he got
1: and I don't know why they make them be protective with the script oh
0: you don't know why really the 7th Star Wars movie you're not sure why they're keeping a, a tight handle on the script of it you just didn't still not sure why Like, why are they making such a big deal about, you know? They should lock him in one of those C3PO things and throw him in the warehouse. Right? He'd be screaming. (laughs) See how funny it is then, right? Be like being on that, uh, jawa thing from the first one. That guy's so stupid, C3PO. There was a billion languages. First of all, a billion languages. My phone, I could get a bit, it's not the size of a person. All it does is la- uh, translate. You could do that with like a, like a, a thumbnail. Now. got could have a full person walking around, clogging everything up. Gold. Also gold. Hey, can we draw more attention to him? Let's make him gold. And super creaky. Well maybe we make him move fast like the, like R2-D2. Nah, let's make this one gold. He can barely walk. And let's give him the worst personality ever. we can program him however we want. Let's give this droid literally the worst personality you could imagine anyone having. Weird, passive-aggressive creep. And all he does is translate stuff. R2-D2 will zap you. R2-D2 will punch in. Uh, deprogram the Death Star. Whatever he was doing with that thing. That stick that popped out of him. I don't know what that was. That might have been a little gross, actually, what R2-D2 was doing to the Death Star. Now that I think about it, that was sick. This is is a revelation now. Oh, my God. Wait, what was R2-D2 doing when he, oh, boy. Well, these movies are all playing out differently now in my mind. And he did the same thing when he was on the X-Wing. Yeah, he, he's now my least favorite character in the whole thing. R two D two, it's a creep, just like his buddy C three P o. So, this C three P o. He knows a billion languages, but then he doesn't know that that giant thing on the the sand planet grabs robots and resells them. He doesn't know that.
1: Help! Over here! Help!
0: Help us! You don't know anywhere in that, uh, mechanical brain ears. You don't know that those are robot sellers inside that thing? That that is all they do is drive around in that thing grabbing and selling robots? Help! Over here! Worst character. And now there's a jet Over here. that looks like C3PO. This gold thing, and they got this bum in the door, and he's, oh, will come see the jet, and now the, the, the flight attendant's wearing like a C-3PO, uh, uh, like a apron or something, and the seats all have his dumb circle, that circle, and also he's got wires hanging in the middle of his chest. Really? That's the best build for a robot? His stomach? You could reach in and just disable him. Just reach in and start pulling wires out. Exposed wiring. The worst C3 pill. <laughs> Best show, welcome to the show. Whom am I speaking? Hello. Hi, to whom am I speaking? <laughs> Sarah in Philadelphia. Sarah in Philadelphia. Yes. What's up tonight, Sarah?
11: I am calling because I was sad to miss Dog Sember.
0: Oh, you did miss Dog Sember back in December. I did. Um, my dog's already barking, but do you want to hear him? No, what is your dog's name? His name is Ouija. Ouija? Yes. Like a Ouija
11: board? Exactly. Not like Luigi, like everybody calls him Luigi.
0: Yeah. You know what? No, look, I never put a dog's name down. (laughs) Like I say, Ouija as a dog's name, that's getting a little close to my comfort zone for a fun dog. Really? Yeah. What, is he going to summon uh, the, the he who <laughs> shall not be named? Right? He's a
11: mystifying oracle. Is he a hellhound? Is no that, hellhound.
0: What kind of dog do you have? Half hellhound? What is he? He's a
11: chow, poodle, pug, German shepherd.
0: Okay. You might as well throw hellhound in there, too. No, chow, no. pug, poodle, German shepherd?
11: Yeah. It's really weird. He sounds super mean.
0: Okay. So kind of sounds like a hellhound. Let's hear... Okay, well, that's... Let's hear Ouija. Is Ouija going to bark? I'm going to
11: try. He was just barking. Hold on one second. I'm going to put the phone down so
0: it's not so loud.
11: All right. Hold on. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Why is this just jumping and not talking? Ouija.
0: Come on, Ouija. Yeah. Right? I just have to hit myself usually. Hold on one second. Is I'm he making hit you me. hit yourself? No, he gets like, to is this, like his his me. demonic powers? Oh, did oh, you hear it? I did hear that. There <laughs> you go. Come on. Come
7: on. Come on.
0: Yes, Come Ouija, on. I will do what you tell me to do. <laughs> you have hypnotized <laughs> <hit> me. <myself. laughs> You are the- It
11: helps if I say, it helps if I say
0: ow. You are the- It helps if you say ow. Yeah, that dog- OW! So so your dog only goes nuts when you say ow. And he's not in any- His name's Ouija. He only goes nuts when you make like you're in pain.
10: You can hear that.
0: This dog seems like he's got a, Did this dog have like a weird key around his neck when you got him? But you don't know where it goes, what no, it opens. No. No key. No? He's from Trenton, though, so who knows? Any kind of weird, like, different colored paw or something? Nope. No? No, he's perfect. Okay. You check. Pull that no. fur back on the top of his head. See if there's any numbers.
11: Okay. I don't see any numbers. Right. He's actually a very good dog. He just sounds
1: scary. Yes. Well,
0: you named him Ouija. 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 Who says Ouija? Uh, people who are phonetically pronouncing it and <laughs> want to correctly people identify. didn't see the movie Ouija. Well, no. The movie, if you see the movie. Did you see the movie? No. I never of course did. you didn't. Because in no. the movie, they say Ouija. Do they? I didn't see the movie either. I was calling your bluff on it.
11: Well, I definitely didn't see the movie. He existed before the movie. so
0: Yes, well, the Necronomicon existed before the movie also, and it seems like your dog might have the key to it. Just uh no. All right. You have a He's grand super evening. upset
11: because I hit myself. All right, have
0: a good night. Bye. Ouija.
1: Besha.
2: Hi, Tom. This is Julian in Los Angeles.
0: Julian? Yes. In Los Angeles? Yes. What part of Los Angeles are you in? Silver Lake. Cool, right? Yes, it's pretty cool. What's going on in Silver Lake tonight?
5: It is cold and it is raining.
0: Mm, What is it, 78 degrees out? 72. 72. That's not cold. The rest of the world does not want to hear you identify that as cold. In the light drizzle. And a light drizzle. Well, jeepers! I hope the community can rally and get through this through this national, uh, this not national, this regional uh, crisis. Uh,
2: I have one for the. Because uh, you gotta late realize,
0: night. when it rains, the oils come out of the road. That's my favorite Los Angeles driver excuse. No, when it rains, the oils come out of the asphalt, and that makes them slipperier. That's not true. The oils come out of the road. I've seen that happen. The oils. What, it comes out the oil coming out of the road? It's like a chud
5: coming
2: out of it's the It's like sewer. a chud. Okay. I've got a late nominee for the uh, 25 best and worst robots.
1: Okay. What do you got?
2: Uh, the hitchhiking robot that was decapitated in Philadelphia.
0: That's a very good one. There was a... a a lovable robot that was rolling through philly and the fine folks in in the city of brotherly love demolished the robot
2: he was only programmed
8: to smile
0: first blood style the way when rambo was just trying to get through town in first blood and then they were then they started hosing him down and beating him up Next thing you know, he's in the armory. He's mowing you all down. You know what, you know what the people of Philly have coming their way? Chappy. Chappy, Chappie. Chappy. going to come down, get revenge. Chappie 2. What, uh, Philadelphia what local zero. Philadelphia? That's what is it'll he going to team up? That's what it'll I'm be sorry. called. Chappie 2, Philadelphia Zero. Will he uh, team up with uh, Kurt Vile and the War on Drugs? No, like they'll, the do new the, uh, Wood? they'll do the soundtrack, though. The House next. I just pictured Jello Man selling out the human race. Being like, <laughs> like Chappie, they went that way. <laughs> like, just selling out all humans. He would, uh, he,
8: uh they could have like a trial for Chappie at the end that he can be selling, uh, Jello shots outside of the hearing.
0: Well, I picture Chappie pressing a button on his chest and then the little thing makes Jello shots.
2: Oh, he converts him? He destroys him and converts him into
0: a... I don't know. I'm not doing this now. (laughs) So, yes, you're right. That should be on the best or worst robot list. I think best. I agree. Young man, you did it. Yes. Thanks for the call. Let's take a couple more calls here. Best show.
8: Hey, Tom. This is Brian from Chicago. How are you?
0: Who is this now? What?
8: Brendan from Chicago.
0: Brendan from Chicago. What band are you in, Brendan? Oh, I'm not
8: in any band. I wish I was, though, Tom. It's just a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Okay, so what's going on in
1: Chicago tonight, Brendan?
0: All right, well, I
8: have one for the uh, topic. It's the uh, topic of the most neglected uh, celebrity website from uh, Mm -hmm.
0: July of 2013. That was a good one. I do remember that. And we were looking for the celebrity website that had gone the longest without being updated or maintained. Correct.
2: Uh, So I have uh,
8: one and two for you. Um, The first is Karen Finley's website, which I have actually, for whatever reason, been checking on a fairly consistent basis uh, for like the last five years. And the only thing that has been on it, the last thing is an article from 2006 and the background of her website is a picture of her getting covered with an egg and a yolk in a very sexual manner no, I'm looking and at it, it has right not now. been updated ever since 2006
0: Well, I got to say this. She had a very modern look for the website in 2006. This does not look that out of date. But I will take your word for it. Let's see articles. <laughs>
1: Yeah, two thousand six. How about that? Yeah.
0: Let's see. Any new events? Let's see what it says for events. Yeah, June two thousand six. <laughs> most uh, recent event <laughs> in London.
8: <laughs> She's going to okay. do a version of Make Love in London yes. well, on
0: May. And 20- Eliza and fans are welcome, apparently. May twenty seventh, she was at the Sydney Writers Festival two thousand six. So eleven. 11- exactly. You- yeah. What other one do you have for me? Uh it's a uh it's a website called Afroman Music.
8: Now you have to go to Afroman M U Z Z I C C That is the official website for Afroman. And the the website is updated from time to time. Uh but the last update, from what I can tell, is in twenty fourteen and the background of it is just a very small gif of a marijuana leaf with the word afro man over it.
0: Yeah, this website has that thing where the where the album covers are just on a crawl from left to right rolling by that's very, very old fashioned. And he had the song Because I Got High, right?
8: That's right, yes. He had Because I Got High, which was on the I believe the soundtrack to uh Jay and Silent Bob Straight Back, if yes. I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The Masters.
8: Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Of well, Tom, thank you so much. I, well, I appreciate Brendan, taking my call. Have a wonderful
0: you. evening. You have an even better evening. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is uh, Chuck from Milltown. Chuck from Milltown. What's up, Chuck?
6: Hi, uh, I had one for the most cooked-out performances.
0: Yes. What do you have, Chuck?
6: Uh, action par- New Jersey's own Action Park in the 1980s.
0: So you think an you think an amusement park constitutes the most coked out performance?
6: Well, I mean, it's run by you know it was run by you know a lot of uh, teenage workers. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the problems with it. A lot of teenagers worked there and college students, and there was not a lot of people had any sort of credentials to uh, be worrying about the safety of uh, the people frequenting the place.
0: I went to Action Park as a child. Yes, yeah, so did I. Okay, well, what, are we in a contest here? <laughs> no, no, no. Was... score's tied. Um, did you go in the wave pool, Chuck?
6: Yes, I did. Okay,
0: we're tied two to two. Um, <laughs> did you go in the pool that after you rode that, like, that that you went through like that, it shot you out through, like, that tube into the pool?
6: Uh Yes, I did. The one that shot you out, like, from a really pretty big height into it like that lagoon or whatever yeah yeah
0: yeah but then there was this wave pool that just where it was like being in the middle of the ocean right because the thing that the wave pool did not replicate was the shore (laughs) that it just was all deep end right like the whole point of the ocean is that it eventually narrows down to where the land and water are the same this did not have that and you're just in and it's like <laughs> and you're just getting rocked all over the place yeah.
6: yeah and there's i don't know if you went on the one that was like uh you know those like rollers in a factory
0: oh, oh i went on those chuck <laughs> don't worry
6: and you sat on that piece of plastic that it was basically like a hill of those rollers and you yeah, had Al- the-
0: alpine slide yeah i went on that chuck yeah,
6: yeah and uh, yeah, you had to, like, sit at the exact oh, oh, right I position. Know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I was on it.
6: I know. Or else it would flip you. Of course, yeah.
0: it would flip you if you, uh,
1: yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> Chuck. Thanks for the call.
6: All right. You're...
0: Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking?
9: This is Geneva.
0: Oh, my goodness. Quality <laughs> caller. is a quality caller from way back when.
9: I know. What's well, going I, the, the, old to- the, the old topics bringing out the old... Old collars,
0: huh? <laughs> you know, the old topics are bringing back the good old days of the show, before, <laughs> before it got corrupted. Okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
9: What's up? Uh, I know. I know it's
0: late, so oh, I won't. I won't take up too much of your time. Well, um, uh, what do you have? What do you have for the for the topic, Janine? Well,
9: I'm kind of—I kind of want to pick your brain because I wanted to know what, of all the topics on all the shows, Mm -hmm. what topic do you think people have called in most about over the years? Because that's definitely the one I'm calling about. But I bet you can guess what it is.
0: Honestly, Geneva, I couldn't guess. (laughs) Um, And I don't even mean that in a in a. uh, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know. I've done so. Many okay. Of these
9: shows. Well, it was an evergreen topic for a long time. It was the who do you look like?
0: No, or, the worst do You know of who you, you
9: look like.
0: It's the worst of all.
9: Yeah. The worst of all. <laughs> um, and I experienced this recently because I was on this website called Tinder. Have you ever heard of it? I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh,
0: I've heard of it.
9: <laughs> um, I was on this website and uh, a it guy. Uh Someone we, we 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 mutually we both swiped right at each other. We had a conversation. I had a conversation with a a young man who told me I was like Linda Belcher from Bob's well, Burgers. That's horrible.
8: Who would say that <laughs> to someone?
9: I know. I said, "In what galaxy is that a compliment?" And he was like, "No, no, no, it really is. Like, I love that show. I love that character." And I was like. Are you kidding me? And then I fought this guy on it so much that he got mad and he unmatched from me. And we well, never well, spoke again. Riddance,
0: good riddance. <laughs> good I think riddance. I dodged the bullet. Yeah, you did. Say that to someone. And look, Linda Belcher is, is fine looking, but that's not the kind of thing you could compare someone to a cartoon. I know.
9: It happens a lot, though. I was called Daria all through high school. Oh,
0: so let me just say, it's Bob's Burgers. Everything else. Who else is doing a voice? Let's say Kurt Brown will do his fifteenth voice on the show. Let's get let's make sure let's make sure Kurt gets that and Andy Kinler uh Andy Kindler does uh his uh he gets into triple digits uh yeah. on on the voices he does on the show. By all means. No, but me no, that's not me or John. No well no, no no room. No room for us. Yeah, it is.
9: This. It is really a tragedy
1: that neither yeah. of you is there. They couldn't
0: pay. Me. They, if they if they came to me now and offered me eighty grand to do it, I'd tell them to uh, <laughs> jump in a lake. I wouldn't do it.
1: It's too late. Too late.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Geneva. <laughs> good- Final two calls. Best show. Hi, Tom. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Nolan in Arizona. Nolan in Arizona. What's up, Nolan?
2: Um, I had one for the, the best fictional characters list, a hundred.
0: Mm what do you got?
2: Um, from uh I just have started watching it from season one of the Wire um Wallace, like the, the one played by Michael B. Jordan.
1: Hmm. No. Besha. Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom
0: am I speaking?
5: This is Eric from um Los Angeles. Alright, Eric. Oh, How are you?
0: Where are you calling? What are you in a back of a car?
5: Yeah, I'm in the back of a pickup truck. You are? No, I'm I'm calling on a I'm actually calling on a landline.
0: Okay, hmm, that's fun. Where, where, um, yeah. From where? From Los Angeles. Yeah, no, I heard you said, but where? Uh, someone's apartment? Your apartment?
5: Uh, I'm in my girlfriend's house in Malibu, actually.
0: Malibu, fancy, yeah, right? Fancy. Okay.
5: The beach house. Um. Do you, will you allow some, I felt like there were some serious omissions from the robots list.
0: Look, go for it.
5: Really? All right. Absolutely. Just cut me off when the time comes. But remember those terrible robots from uh, the Black Hole, that Disney movie?
0: I remember some sort of R2-D2 uh, rip off rip-off in that thing with big eyes or something, right? Yeah, they were awful.
5: But yeah. Maximilian was kind
0: of cool. Okay. Couldn't, couldn't, don't know. I don't know.
5: All right. Uh heartbeats with Andy Kaufman and um the worst. Burn Peters. Terrible. Terrible list. You got to expand the list to 50, I think. Um nobody's nobody mentioned the Roomba.
0: A Roomba as a good or bad robot?
5: Maybe neutral?
0: Well, there was no neutral on the list, so Yeah. Yeah. You know, a floor, list of one neutral. Well, well, floors get cleaned. That's good.
5: Yeah, but they're but they're well, no. Well, anyway,
0: what about the robot from the Bad Robot logo? I don't like that robot. <laughs> it's hideous. What's he doing in a field?
5: That, right? Yeah, it, it's ter- it's that's ugly. Weird. It's really bad. It's weird. Really, and that's yeah. No, never mind. Um, and those those hideous airbrush. I think they were like in Penthouse magazine. Those airbrush paintings by that Soriyama guy of like like sexy robot ladies.
0: I'm gonna take your word for it.
5: They're terrible. Um, the dog from Battlestar Galactica.
0: The dog? Oh yeah, that dog. That was yeah. kind of cute. <laughs> cute. Um, okay. You're really you're really swinging all over here. I know. Well, you're I've been compiling this, this list since. Sexy since penthouse that. robots. Yeah. That you don't like, and then now you're saying the robot <laughs> from Battlestar. Lorne Green's well. <laughs> robot dog was good.
5: Hopefully, someone's keeping track of all these, but. um they're that nice. movie Android with um Max 404, the, the Android movie with um Koskinski. Okay. I know this is annoying. Oh uh, Holmes and Yo Yo with John Shuck as Yo Yo the robot.
0: John Shuck, who I just saw I watched MASH. Oh right. Uh a couple days ago. He was in uh, that.
5: Yeah, he was in that and he yeah. Um the cops in THX eleven thirty
0: eight. Sure. Robert Duvall, also in MASH, played Frank. All Barnes. right,
5: see, it's all connecting.
0: Yeah. Uh-oh. Who's the only person who was in both MASH, the movie, and the TV show? You know this.
1: You was know? he on the TV show?
0: Yeah, you know who it was. Who? Guess you know the character who played. Who, who was on both? You can do. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, Radar.
1: Radar. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: But he was not a robot. Um, do
0: we know? We
5: Lost Saucer. Remember that terrifying show with um, Ruth Buzzy and Jim
0: Neighbors? You want to know what? I do remember it. It was awful. It was super stupid. Wait, do I know this, Eric? You're yeah. Right? Yeah, I know you. Okay, I'm going to be nice to you now. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I am getting ready to be so mean to you. <laughs> oh, you are <were> ready <laughs> to drop me? Yeah, I really was. <laughs> then I'm just like, wait a minute. I think I know who this guy is. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> These references are landing for a long time. too closely. Well, you I know ran what? Off
5: about ten of those.
0: That is a testament to the quality of your call. <laughs> well,
5: usually, I'm too too terrified to call in, but I just I decided to do it.
0: Well, you, sir, you made the cut on your own. You did it on your own. That was <laughs> I not have, a, like,
5: used a fake name, just in case. But. Yeah,
0: you did the thing where they you go in and audition under a different name. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Okay, so how are you? I'm I'm good. You've been in studio before? You've been on Yeah, the once. Hour. It was very exciting.
5: Yeah, you
2: were the on the
0: half air. hour power. You
2: were on the half hour power. I
5: know. I'm so, I'm so honored that I got to do that. I still can't believe it. Well, it was an honor to
0: have you here. it was so fun. All right, buddy. You were the last caller of the show tonight. Oh, wow. All right. Well, thanks for taking the call. Have a grand evening. You too. Thanks. Bye. Well, how about that? Mike Scale of 1 to 10, what do you give tonight's show?
1: Eight and, a half. Eight and a half. A little lower than I thought, but... Pat? Wait,
0: hold on. What's that? Pat left. Okay. Dudio, what do you give tonight's show? There we go. Dudio gets it. It's not the price is right, Mike. You can't You can't go over on on um, giving a score for how good the show was. Can't go over. If I say on a scale of 1 to 10, you're better off saying 14. It's your best bet. I think ain't
1: enough.
0: 8.5. Oh, I know why Mike's all uh, salty. Because I didn't mention apmike.bandcamp.com. That's why. He's a little irked. there we go, nine and a half. Still couldn't, it doesn't cost him anything to give this score. He still goes lower than what Jason said. Than what Dudio says. You know what that tells me, Mike? You've got integrity. That's an honest score. I appreciate it. You're not a phony like Dudio. (laughs) Should we do the half hour power? Do you want to stay for the half hour power? You don't have nowhere to be. Right? You definitely have nowhere to be. (laughs) Well, guys, you know, we do the best show every week. It was fun, right? Fun, Mike? Fun? Good, yeah. I thought it was fun. You know, it's fun to take a look backwards sometimes. To see where we were with the show. and We're talking about a show, this best show has been going on since 2000, October of 2000. Think about that. It's a long time. A lot of topics have come down the pike. A lot of good shows, a lot of bad shows, a lot of good times, a lot of bad times. But you know what? You look at it all and sometimes you're like, Wow, that was—that's. Uh, this has been some kind of ride, right? And then you just wonder, was it worth it? I don't know. It's been pretty, pretty big commitment. Every Tuesday for seventeen years to do the show. You say, that commitment, that's something else. Was it worth it? You know what? Yeah, it was worth it. What do you think? It's the best show, stupid. We didn't get that name by accident. We earned that name, and I hear these other shows, and one's worse than the next, even the good ones. They can't come within a hundred miles of what we're doing here on our worst week. Out of the seven hundred plus episodes of this thing, all these topics I hear all of them. I remember all of them. I was there. I was doing it. We did it. We're gonna keep doing it. And you know what? We're gonna do it the right way. Are we? Are we, are we hunting down a, a former fitness guru, trapping him in the, 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 the invading his privacy? No. We do things the right way here. Are we talking about hamburgers and and, uh, fish fillet sandwiches for four and a half hours? No! We talk about everything and anything and the one thing that all these very disparate topics have in common is the best show. Because if we do it, we do it right, and we don't do it right, We do it the best because it's the best show. And I thank you for being the best audience that anyone could ever have. Thank you. The best show. We'll be back next Tuesday. Call in next for the half hour of power.